Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 4th of July, 2019. This is The Gap, episode 474. I'm Luke Laurie, and joining me is your friendly neighborhood auto battler, Joe Gilroy. It is me. And See I what am I did here. there? Yeah, I did. You, you threw me. Because I thought I got to be Spider-Man, and I thought you were about to confess that I am your hero. But I guess <laughs> you have to continue to wait no, until you finally you have to reveal that. Stay as Batman, I'm sorry. Uh, he's objectively better anyway, so I'm cool with that. I'm <laughs> he's fine just like that. a he's like a crap Iron Man, basically. How is he a crap Iron Man? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> he's a mopey Iron Man. Iron Man exists in a world, right, where nothing comes even fucking close to the shit that Batman has. Batman exists in a world where Superman exists, and so the power level of the villains is ramped up to match Superman and Shazam and Wonder Woman and shit, and Batman rolls alongside <laughs> them, and he doesn't even wear a giant a nano machine's fucking suit of armor. He might. He absolutely doesn't. And meanwhile, Iron Man, like, fucking rolls up Oh, Captain America, who's, yeah, fucking how many fucking dipshits who, whose only real power is the fucking strength inside them fucking roll about in the Marvel Universe? Meanwhile, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing compared to fucking, we all know Superman beats the fuck out of literally everyone in the Marvel Universe, and that's just Superman, right? And then you've got, like, Shazam. Shazam would probably beat the fuck out of everyone in the Marvel Universe, right? Nah. Like, there's so many layers... Now you just picking fights. ...of people just beating the fuck out of everyone in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and Iron Man is a dude in a fucking robot suit. And that's that's what he brings to the table. That and alcoholism. And, yeah, I cannot believe you would describe him as, like, a shit Iron Man. That's <laughs> ludicrous. No, a shit mopey Iron Man. Yeah, that's... Also, objectively not true, because fucking Iron Man spends most of his time fucking whining as well. He's the fucking saddest fucking billionaire ever. At least Batman's got a fucking plan. At least Batman, like, works his anger out some, some way. What's his plan? To just... Beating the fuck out of the Joker and stuff. He, like, obviously <laughs> it stuck with him, right? I'm not saying you're not allowed to have something stick with you, right? What's... What's Iron Man's reason for being? Oh, somebody's kidnapped me. Well, actually, that's pretty good. Uh, that's, <laughs> I've gone too far there. I'm going to get out of here. I just walked that back a little. Um, any, nevertheless, he doesn't have any real fucking personal tragedies. He wasn't, like, he fucking wandered out and he was still the fucking billionaire king shit of everything. Still got the fuck up fucking Justin Hammer's day and shit, like... Yeah, what the fuck? What the absolute fuck? And he's like, his response to it all is to just drink himself to death, right? Mm. Drinking yourself to death is only cool when it's done in a fun way, like what I do, right? Like, that's binge drinking for party reasons, right? He's doing binge drinking for sad reasons. Not about it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So he's way worse. And way mopier than Batman. Because Batman Batman works it out by beating people up. Right. Which is way better. Iron Man doesn't even get a... Like, Iron Man would be in fucking, like, Gotham City, and he wouldn't get out of bed for anything less than a joke. Like, he... It would have to be 
a Joker level threat to Gotham for him to even fucking suit up. Otherwise, he'd just like fucking no, nah, I don't care, right? And Gotham would be a fucking nightmare, right? Because everything's trying to escalate to to his level to a level where he'd actually want to fucking intervene, right? If if we're following the same theory as to why anyone does anything in the Batman universe, right? Like, so that's he's like a shit hero. What does he even fucking do? What? Build weapons for himself. Like, he's still building weapons. <laughs> what kind of answer is nothing? You gotta have some sort of response. You can't no, start like some shit and then not fucking... Like, it's just unbelievable. I can't believe you do this. I'm sure your Twilight buddy will do a good job. Twilight buddy. Is that where we're going now? See, you've gone too far. <laughs> you've shown your hand. You can't, can't talk about Twilight like that to you. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, Robert Pattinson's fucking a fantastic actor, and you're being like a mad joke. Kristen Stewart is terrible in that mo- those movies, but she's not that bad in other ones. I glimpsed... I went and saw a movie earlier this week. We'll probably talk about it a bit later. But I glimpsed a trailer... Uh, while I was, uh, I had my headphones in, so I didn't hear anything, but I glimpsed a trailer and I believe it was, I think it was Charlie's Angels. I had to look it up afterwards. Um, yeah, I think it was Charlie's Angels and, uh, that looks pretty good. She's in that. Right. Yeah. Looks pretty interesting. Um, I'll probably watch it. What else would, like, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what else she's been in. She's been in something else where I thought she was good, but I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Not sure. All right. Should we talk about some video games? Sure. Let's talk about Spider-Man Far From Home, the VR experience. Ah, yes. I was going to message you and say you should check this out. Yeah. But then I forgot, so. Well, I remembered. And uh, it's shit. Right. Uh, I'm not sure, like, it's definitely, it definitely seems like they made it mm. for the first Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Whatever, what was that called again? Homecoming? Homecoming. Homecoming, they, it seems like they made it for Homecoming. Uh, and then they slapped Far From Home on the, like, title, basically. Yep. Uh, it's got literally nothing to do with Far From Home, uh, the film, and I guess he's got like you, you unlock his his Spidey suit from the movie, but otherwise, uh, yeah, nothing. Like it doesn't have any of the functions that it has in the in the movie. It's just a recolor. Right. Um, even beyond that, it's not very good. Uh, it made me want to vomit pretty quickly because uh, it does. You press a button to run forward, mm-hmm. which I didn't have a problem with. It wasn't fantastic. You turned like while running, like moving, like turning your head, uh, which I wasn't a fan of. I'd prefer to turn the controller or something. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that. Um, you jump by pressing the touchpad on the controller itself on the like wand, um, and. That made me want to vomit because he jumps too high and you like you run real fast and you jump quite high. Uh, and so the thrust of it 
uh, sort of triggers like motion sickness response in me. So that wasn't that wasn't great. But then I had to climb over a wall. And this is this is the tutorial, by the way. Uh, it gets you to run, and then it gets you to jump, and then it gets you to climb over a wall. And uh, to climb up the wall, you run into the wall and then look up, and you'll run up the. Um, sorry, uh, you'll run up the wall. Just thinking about it makes me want to spew again. Um, <laughs> anyway, the running up the wall makes me made maybe really want to fucking vom. Uh, and then he jumps off again, and like it was fucking pretty close. After that. After you finish that, because uh, I powered through because I'm fucking, I'm pro, uh, you can then, like, use the controllers, like your wands, and press the triggers to fling out a web, and then you can, like, hoink yourself along. And that sure. actually fucking feels real good, right? As long as yeah. I never run up a wall in that game, I never want to fucking spew. But, um... <laughs> Every time I did, I really fucking wanted Shonda. It just wasn't like, I don't, I don't know what they were doing. Like, yeah. It's not necessary either. I, I think, like, you can just fucking, you can fling yourself up basically any fucking wall anyway. Um, yeah. The swing mechanics were pretty good. Like, uh, you could, like, put out two web strands at once and then pull you like pull back and you'd fling yourself forward and stuff like that. Like you can make a web wall. Uh, the graphics look like they might've been, it looked like you were running around in first person. Uh, you're in first person running around a, um, upscaled version of the Spider-Man two New York, you know, the yeah. fucking PlayStation game, like the, the graphics, are fucking woeful. Uh, like, super basic. Weirdest thing, though, is that there are, like, the buildings themselves are just, like, cut-paste textures of windows and shit, like, all over the fucking place. But yeah. there are the... And, like, you'll be swinging along, like, down a street in Manhattan. Uh, Manhattan, uh like just fucking fling yourself along and like going along as being a Spider-Man doing whatever a spider can. And then like, you'll see fucking six cars in a row or six red cars in a row. And they're all identical, uh, on the street. None of them are moving. Uh, and then like maybe two like blue pickup trucks. And so you land and go have a look at the two blue pickup trucks, see what's what they're all about. Uh, and then like you look and there's like a fucking, extremely legible sorry wear closed sign on a door and it's like what the fuck is going on here why is there <laughs> this much detail on the fucking sorry wear closed sign and like the rest of this is some sort of fucking cut paste job i don't even understand it is the weirdest spot for way too much detail uh in in anything i've seen in a long time anyway you play that um the Ned, is it Ned, your best friend? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ned tells you to sort of swing about. You gotta go somewhere, but he doesn't exactly say where. And um, while he's swinging around, a robot shows up uh, out of nowhere. It just sort of warps in, uh, pulls up chunks of the ground, hmm. like the road, and 
sticks it to itself somehow as armor and then it starts marching its way towards Central Park and you've got to kill the robots uh, I don't know didn't say whose robot it was I don't think it was anyone's robot necessarily it was just a just a robot that existed uh, in <laughs> the game day. <laughs> <laughs> except it was like 16 stories high so uh, a little a little bigger but um, when you flung yourself you would go straight through it like it didn't exist so you could just mm. sort of every time you wanted to fucking catch up you'd sort of like you had to do your web shoot uh, mm. to shoot away the, the armor and then once you shot away the armor it would it stopped uh, and then you could like kill it uh, so yeah fling yourself forward land on the ground shoot a bit of armor off fling yourself forward in front of it shoot a bit of armor off add uh, infinitum and then yeah you'd be You'd be all good. It'd do its little look at you with a red ray, and then uh, your web shooters wouldn't work. It didn't hurt you, just your web shooters wouldn't work. Uh, according to Ned, um, it was going to reach Central Park in two minutes, so I figured that was that was the time that I had yeah. to finish this. I'd say at about one minute and fifty-five seconds, uh, the robot was defeated. Uh, would have been quicker, except for. Uh, it shot me with the, the laser. I was trying to find out if it would actually do any damage, and so I couldn't put the um, put a web wall up to stop it. Um, right. Yeah. And then when uh, when you've done that, it falls over, and that's it. And that's the entire experience. Cool. It was shit, but it was free and five gigabytes. Uh, <laughs> so. No harm done, I guess. Uh, and it took me about... What does it reckon? Oh, I deleted it already. But I reckon it would have... Would have been about 10 minutes tops mm. uh, as experiences go. And that's accounting for about two minutes of, like, my headset sitting on top of my head and me, like, trying to really focus on not spewing. So, cause I, like, it would have been rough. If I'd spewed, it would have been rough because I don't have a fucking spew bucket in here. Uh, <laughs> not not ready. Maybe you should get one. Uh, maybe like mounted on the wall. Yeah, get the old emergency spew bucket ready. Um, yeah, I didn't really mm. see that coming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that. Because no, I'd heard good things about it. Like obviously, it's very shallow and whatnot. But I'd heard that it works well. Um, and the Steam reviews are pretty well high for it as well. But there was a um, uh, a. F- homecoming VR experience when they released that film as well. Oh, really? Yeah. A different one. There was. And I th- I don't know if that ties more to... Oh, yeah. Look like Steam reviews. Let's have a look. Uh, please like make a full film. game. I beg of you. I'll pay anything, please. Really makes you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> uh... What the fuck? Truly makes you feel like Spider-Man. What the fuck? Are these like... Bot account? Like, bot? I don't know, they're like identical. It's weird. There are a couple of negative ones. Sure, it's free, but it's it's free. Limited control options. No ability to change character rotation to smooth. Instead of that that awful snap thing. Yeah, that was annoying. Webs cannot be grabbed with two hands. I don't know why you would care uh there are limits as to where you can go yeah you can't go anywhere in manhattan there's like these invisible these 
like giant fences, electric fences that stop you from going wherever the fuck you want. Uh, the city itself is ugly. Web swimming does not seem to be physics-based. That is true. It feels good, but it's definitely not physics-based. You're not like maintaining momentum or anything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be a fully-fledged game. It's just more of a, a marketing thing, brand awareness. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Nevertheless, uh... Hey, at least the film was, was awesome. very good. Yeah. It was sick. <laughs> uh, I really, 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 really liked it. Um, I didn't think I was gonna. Because uh, I didn't really know all that much going in, but, um... I'd seen some promotional stuff and yeah, like obviously we don't watch trailers, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd seen some like hints at where it was going and yeah, it just didn't seem like, like it seemed like it was going to be kind of lame. Right. Yeah. Um, no, nah, man, it was awesome. Um, <clears throat> like a pretty interesting, uh, complex story with, like good villains, good characters, um, good characterization for like really expand, like built on Tom Holland's version of Peter Parker and, um, yeah, and his friends. Yeah, and, and his friends. And yeah, it, like felt a couple of times it felt a bit like a, you know, European road trip movie. Um, yeah. Which is cool. And yeah. Have you watched the trailer yet? No, I haven't. Yeah. I watched the trailer. There is a lot of stuff in that trailer that is not in the film. Oh, really? And I was saw an interview that someone asked him about that, and apparently they're going to look at releasing it as like a short film or <laughs> something like that. Right. Because okay. there is stuff in there that's like, uh, like fight scenes and stuff that just aren't anywhere to be seen. Um, which I think is like the opening, it was supposed to be the opening of the film, but um, yeah, man, I was, I didn't really, again, know much about it going in. I knew that obviously Jake Gyllenhaal was in it and he's amazing in like everything, he's, <laughs> generally. He's amazing in everything. He's just not, not everything he's in is amazing. Is it amazing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not his fault most of the time. Yeah. Um, and I knew the character he was going to play without spoiling it and I, I was very worried about how they were going to pull this off because yeah. knowing that character from the comics, it's it's a little... Like, that character's a little bit silly. Um, you know their motives and that sort of thing. And I didn't really know how that was going to play off. Yeah. And they fucking nailed it. Like, they it's such a good did. interpretation of that character. Yeah. And the entire time, I'm like... I, I'm pretty... Like, I, I knew where it was going, but the way they pull it off is really good. And there's one scene in particular fight scene throughout the film that fucking is amazing it's like outstanding like it should win an award somewhere for like special effects it's that good yeah um they're like it's gonna it's i don't want to talk too much about it because it's only just out but uh there are some really 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 clever bits in that like in there's layers to a lot of what they're doing in that fucking um, in those fight scenes and stuff. Like, there's mm. a lot going on in there that is fucking awesome. Um, there's also, like... Yeah, again, I don't want to... I don't know how to talk about it without wholesale spoiling some shit, so I'll just... 
let that drop. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is like fucking awesome. Yeah, Myster- I thought that they did such a good job with Mysterio. I did know... Oh, we weren't saying who it was, were we? Uh, I think it's fine. I th- well, I knew <laughs> about I knew about it, and I don't watch any trailers. I mean, and it's like, on the it's on the poster, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, like because I I knew yeah I knew who I, who it was before I went in, and yeah, I knew I knew I know about him as a character, and I was extreme. I think that's probably a large part of why I was apprehensive going in. Um, and yeah, I thought they did such a fucking good job with that character. The yeah. idea. I mean, it's like the first film, right? Where you find out, oh, they're going to do Vulture. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, like you've got that mind of what Vulture looks like in the comic books, like the original, you know, the first, the first Vulture, obviously it's changed since then, but then you think, man, how do they do that? And then they, they make this giant fucking menacing, like bird mechanical monster thing. Yeah. Which is awesome. And then Michael Keaton nails the character yeah. completely. On like well, his interpretation of the character is outstanding. Like you get Batman to play the fucking bird man. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I think yeah, they're doing a really good job with their villains. They they're very they're standing out a lot more than some of the um the Marvel villains that we normally see. One hundred percent. I mean yeah. Most of the Marvel villains, with you know, the exception of obviously Thanos, uh, are and Loki and things like that. Hey, and Loki. Oh yeah, well yeah, like but a large portion of them are, are just forgettable. Loki and I'd say like, um, fuck no, mustn't be because I can't remember her name. <laughs> Hella. Um, yeah, like the Thor character, the Thor villains basically seem to be good and. Uh, yeah, all the rest of them were fucking pretty forgettable. Like, I don't know. Who's who's the... What's the bad guy's name in Captain Marvel? Jude Law. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's a Cree. Jude <laughs> Lawrington. Um, that's, yeah, I, I don't know if you can say that Jude Law is the bad guy in Captain Marvel. <laughs> can't I? Isn't he? Um... Yeah, uh, who's the bad guy in Iron Man 2? Um, Hammer. That's because I said it earlier. And Whip, Whip Man. Electric oh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash. Iron Man 3? Um, i got to think about this. Um, I know the character. I, I know the guy who plays him, but I don't know. I ben can't remember Kingsley, the name of the character. The Mandarin. No, isn't Bank Bank Hills his sec- second second film? No, oh, he's the third one. Was he the third one? No, I thought the third one was all the all the giant robots. Giant robots. Oh yeah, no, that was him. Yeah, sorry. Yes, I was thinking of Guy Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce is the bad guy in yeah. Oh, so there's two of them, right? Okay, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Perfect so, yeah. example. Captain America. Who's the bad guy? Which one? Red Skull? All right. Well, that's because it's Hugo Weaving and he's a fucking treasure. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know, but still, they're not very fucking memorable. You know, it's not like fucking Batman villains. They're all memorable. You remember <laughs> those fucking villains. The like Joker. Swamp Thing. Yes. Swamp Thing. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. Okay. I didn't say every fucking DC product is fucking treasure. All I'm saying is Batman is the best. Ra's yeah. al Ghul, 
Joker, Bane. Like, these are some memorable fucking villains. Mr. Yeah. Freeze. Like, he's had a lot of a lot of fucking villains. And you yeah. remember all of them. Because they're all great. Okay. It's not the case with Marvel. Marvel's kind of shit. Fair enough. You forgot about the Mandarin. No, no, I just forgot what film he was in. I knew he was in there. What did you think was happening in Iron Man 2? Is this the fucking cavalcade of fucking, like, the fucking non-stop <laughs> roster of fucking villains trotting out? No, oh, I the knew Mandarin. he was Whiplash. an Iron Man villain. I couldn't Justin remember Hammond. which film he fucking, was in. <laughs> they're all coming out. Oh, they're fucking everywhere. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Yep. Anyway, um, Far From Home, yeah, very good. Uh, obviously stick around for the post credit scenes that they do in all of their films. Yep. I feel like the this one in particular is like... So like They like to do recently a lot of these like funny little things at the end where it doesn't really have much impact on the story. Yeah. Occasionally they'll tease like what's coming up in the next like Marvel Cinematic Universe film or, um, you know, some of the other ones are like... Hey, here's a short snippet from the next film that's coming out. They've done yeah. that a few times. But this one in particular felt like it's got actual story ramifications in it that are extremely important. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, don't know about your cinema, but my cinema went fucking bonkers when this one played. Like, when the, the thing happened in it, it went nuts. Because you, um, you were in Lux, right? So it's not a big... Yeah. Yeah. Mine was packed, so shit. a couple hundred people. Yeah, right. People were fucking yelling and shit. They were going nuts. Yeah, I was the only one really losing it in my cinema. But um, <laughs> the other thing was uh, a couple waited until the soundtrack, which is almost always the last or second last thing that they show in the credits. And yeah. that's when they left. I can right. only assume that they wanted to find out whether or not Led Zeppelin really did do Back in Black. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, I told you it wasn't Led Zeppelin. Uh, that's the only thing I think of. They left and they didn't see yeah. the fucking credit scene that happened 30 seconds fucking later. It was yeah. insane. Uh, like, someone was like, what if they had to go to the bathroom? Yeah, what, both of them? One of them couldn't have fucking waited and been all like, you missed some shit. Yeah. Oh, even the second one has like yeah. big implications. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty Because there's things deal. about that... that that film in particular, I didn't like, which were completely erased once that scene played out. I was like, oh, okay. That oh, makes okay. sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's very good. Go see it. It's going to make a shitload of money. I take it. Uh, um, yeah. We don't know what's next from them, do we? Like, they haven't announced what the next films are. Phase no. four or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're filming like Black Widow and. They're going to be doing Black Panther. Um, Doctor Strange 2, I think, is the other one that's confirmed. And whatever they're filming in... Aren't they filming one in Australia? Black Panther had a good villain. Killmonger was fucking awesome. I don't know how the fuck Black Panther 2 is going to have a fucking... Going to do better than Killmonger. That's going to be tricky. He was fucking sick. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know what one they're filming over here. They were filming something, though. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy three is back on, right? With James Gunn at the helm and everything. So yeah, apparently that's not for a while though. No. That is like three or four years off. Oh, really? Well, he's doing Suicide Squad. 
Oh, yeah. And then he's going to come back and do that. So it's going to be a while. Yeah, right. Fair yeah. Enough. I mean, we might get another Thor film before then. Because <laughs> I, mean, I thought they weren't going to do any more, but it sounds like they are. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right, what else we got here? Uh, Shrouded Insanity. Shrouded Insanity uh, is a... It's sort of like a, um, a bit of a Souls-type game. Uh, quite indie Quite an indie game, a bit of a Soulsy type. Uh, I got it in the Steam sale for like five bucks, and um, like five bucks for the, the whole trilogy. Right. And uh, yeah, it's sort of like Dark Souls meets Lovecraft, uh, more than Bloodborne ever was, because obviously Bloodborne is quite Lovecraftian. Um, Obviously, whenever I say Lovecraft, I mean minus all the heinous racism. Uh, this one actually is quite similar to Bloodborne. Uh, there's a parry system where you use a gun, uh, which is quite reminiscent. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know pixelati and has you wandering around this like building quite like horror themes really punishing if you take any damage like super punishing uh if you take any damage and uh yeah it's basically one of those games where you continue like you power through some pretty complex uh fights to get a good grip on an interesting world and yeah it's it's it is an interesting world like i'm uh I'm quite inv- like invested in this world. There's a uh, some sort of contract, like between you and and the person who lets you level up and stuff, because uh, it seems like you've been like resurrected from the dead and stuff. Hmm. And um, yeah, it's like it does a weird. It's it's got a weird little tutorial bit uh, where I died quite a few times, just getting a handle on the um, mechanics, and then it does this weird thing where I guess the the early sections of the map are really like quite repetitive like hallway after hallway after hallway I'm not a very big fan of that uh, because I've found it quite easy to get lost and it's also you know uh, quite dull Um, it's it's not the most exciting thing to explore Um, so yeah, I was having to make mental notes on, you know, the location of fucking doors, which I don't think is a very interesting um, orienteering system. Uh, so I don't, yeah, I wasn't wild uh, about it from that perspective. Uh, but after you sort of explore, get a bit deeper in the in the game world, you start to get this really, uh, like, you go to some really interesting locations and it uses a lot of the like environmental art to expand on the world building quite significantly. And so you wind up in this, uh, getting a really good feel for the, the game world. And it, it's actually like, it's a lot better. Um, it just sucks that you have to go through so many hallways. It's almost like they're trying, like if it honest to God felt like they were trying to make me not want to play it. Hmm until like it was like I had to earn the rights to see the interesting stuff which I think 
you know, I've got obviously I've got zero evidence that that, what, that is the case that they were actually trying to do that, that um, anyone would try to do that. But that's very definitely how it felt to me. You know, like uh, another fucking hallway with three doors that I have to fucking open and see what's on the other side, uh, and then I open the doors and see what's on the other side, and it's obviously monsters. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I had to fucking deal with them. I'm like, oh, oh, no. And then I get past the hallways, and it's like, I'm excited to go to every new room from there on out. You know? It's hmm. it's just odd. I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know why it would be laid out that way. I guess the alternative is that maybe big fucking mansions do tend to be kind of repetitive and dull after a while you know maybe that's just the construction of a fucking mansion and I'm such a fucking pleb that I just don't know how fucking mansions work Job so fucking sort it out cunt uh, yeah. but I don't know it just didn't it was like it's very, it's very weird I guess I'm explaining it this way because if you are going to play it I just want to say like power through the fucking hallways Right, you actually you don't need to go through the hallways. Like there are different directions you can go in, uh, but the hallways are definitely they felt like the correct way to go. Uh, sort of the you know Dark Souls style thing of you don't have to go through the undead burg, right? But if you decide to go through the graveyard, the invisible invincible ghosts will fucking murder you. So. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a choice, but it's not much not of a choice. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> All right, you, yeah, you don't really get to make the, the decision. Um, but yeah, it's worth. I think it's worth checking out. Um, apparently, so it's on sale at the moment. Yeah, it's on sale in the Steam sales. Um, yeah, I got it in the bundle, the Scout Fold bundle. Right. Um, so I got there's there's three games in the series, and yeah, I will definitely wind, like wind up getting through to all of them uh, eventually. Um, apparently, the second one's the best one, and yeah, it's just like this. I just really appreciate interesting world building. Right. Uh, ignore and- the artwork, which is extremely weeby. In game, it's not as weeby. Yeah, not weeb-tastic. It's more pixel art, which is good. Right. And is it looks like it's screens. You're going from left to right, or is that how it works? Yeah, like, you you can move in and out. Like, you're not... Str- you're not it's not like a side-scroller. Um, right. You can, like, there are screen. You can go to screens up or down, left or right. Uh, but, yeah, you are going from screen to screen, so it is sort of... Uh, how fuck do we describe that? Um, it is like a... Like a Zelda? Like a old Zelda? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, Except it's not... I don't know. Yeah. Not that same sort of art style. Not that. Not at all that art style. It's very, like... It looks a lot like a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. Uh, but it is not that style of gameplay at all. And, yeah, like, you are very... Uh, I guess you're empowered to go wherever the fuck you want. You know, you're not forced down any particular route, except by way of 
getting shit handed your shit handed to you by going the wrong fucking way, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, just um, really like it's a it's a good combat system and a compelling world for you to explore. So it's just a good combo. It is very Souls esque. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's an older game though, 2016. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, I wonder if the third is a bit newer, a bit closer to now. More yeah, it's one of those things I where you look at the HUD though and you're like, oh yeah, okay, Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Or From Software. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're managing stamina and you take so much fucking health if you get you actually like wind up getting hit, you cop so much fucking health hmm. damage. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the third game it looks like came out in 2019. Okay, cool. But yeah, it's good stuff. Check it right. out. Auto battle of time. Auto battle of time. Should I talk about team fight tactics? Yeah, first? let's start with that one. Um, <laughs> so last week I think I was a bit down on it, um, mostly because my my key problem I think w- it was and still is. But if you don't know fucking League of Legends characters, then you're gonna have the fucking toughest time with team fight tactics. Um, you like you really fucking up. It's so difficult to. It, I told like so. It's it's an auto battler. If you want to know more about auto battlers, go to IGN and you can read my big write up on what are auto battlers. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. We talked read about it. Last Just week. read it now. Just read it like me. I'll read it out. It's only three and a half thousand words, so uh-huh. that won't take too long. Um, yeah, no. Um, one of the, like one of the things Team Fight Tactics does is this shared draft, where at the start of each game and every I want to say like fifth round or so. Um, I didn't count how many rounds, but anyway you are all teleported to a single area and there's a bunch of heroes running around in a circle and you grab one, right? And the player with the lowest amount of health gets to choose first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit of a, like, it, it's a catch-up mechanic in that you get to, like, if there's a fucking great character, a five-gold character running in the circle and you're out first, you get first bit, a dib, uh, dib, so... Yeah, you might like automatically get the Tide Hunter of your dreams or whatever the fuck League of Legends version of that is, right? Um, Fishman. Fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wave Ranger. Um, so the other thing is, all of they all they've all got like items on them as well. Hmm. So you wind up actually getting a bunch of items uh, just purely out of the shared draft. Like you, at the very least, you guaranteed an item out of that. At the same time, there is still a massive item, like, uh, disparity between, Mm -hmm. like, because it is random. You're not guaranteed an item at the end of a creep wave. Um, They said they're going to address it, but I don't think they're addressing it in a satisfactory way. What they said they're going to do is they're going to make sure that nobody leaves the first three creep waves without at least one item. Um, And nobody... uh, Or uh, nobody leaves the first three creep waves with more than six items. Apparently that was fucking happening. Um, 
people were just fucking itemed up to the gills. You can't beat someone. You cannot beat someone who has fucking six items when you've got one or no items. It's never going to happen. Like, you would just fucking lose those fucking rounds. The other thing they're going to do is make sure you don't not get any items from waves like after that as well you'll always get items which is good but they should still rectify it you should always get the same amount of items as everyone else there should be no fucking I don't care if what item you get is random you have to have the same amount of fucking items you have to have that like that at least that same amount of fucking uh, opportunity right you know anyway so uh, they're addressing that but um the problem right with the share draft is that if you don't know league of legends characters you can't fucking tell who's who's good or not or who you need for your fucking team you can't be all like that's um squad of all uh he's a knight and a ranger and i've got rangers so i need squad of all uh, I'll go straight for him. That's actually, you know, that's, you know, this catch up mechanics working, right? If you don't know who the fuck Squadival is, uh, then that's, and you don't know that he's a fucking knight, uh, ranger, then you're cooked, right? I think noble, not knight, noble ranger, noble ranger. Right. Yeah. So they've changed the wordings. Of the yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all of that's changed. Squadival is a made up character as well. Um, I made that up like a genius and um yeah it's it's one of those things where like it feels like it's no longer a catch-up mechanic at all mm-hmm. you're just sort of like well i'll just grab like i know i need this item at least right like i can always use a spatula or i can always use a fucking belt right so i'll grab the belt i'll go grab the guy with the belt and i'll just sell him i'll get three gold out of the belt uh the dude and i have a belt that'll be fine um the problem is when you get someone and it turns out that it's someone you already had and you create a synergy and then suddenly you've got like a fucking two-star dude with the belt that you wanted to put on someone else like ah good yeah excellent that's what i meant to do perfect (laughs) um anyway so i was quite down on it last week because i didn't think i you know i wasn't really about it but I started to learn at least the characters in Teamfight ta- Tactics uh, and um, started to really understand, you know, them on site. And I actually appreciate it more than I do Underlords. It still drives me bananas because, I, like, the itemization is fucked, right? Like, I will never get over the how fucked the itemization is. Um, it's just plain and simple uncompetitive but beyond that there's I, I feel like there's a lot more complexity in um teamfight tactics than there is in underlords uh just because the the grid isn't like the squares so um there's a lot more room for assassins to get in uh into the back line uh, sure. because of the hexes uh there's more angles for them to attack from mm-hmm. uh which means you can't basically just lump every all your fucking casters in the back corner and let them do their thing while the assassins have to sort of attack from the outside uh yeah you can't do that the other thing is um the items when they're you know fairly distributed uh are like do allow for some really interesting 
combinations and allow you to really drive towards specific build concepts. And I know that Underlords does that and they added a bunch of new uh, global items and they changed how a couple of the global items did work. Mm-hmm. And I think that has helped Underlords significantly because it, it has ramped up the complexity quite a bit. Um, knowing, like, taking into account those globals is quite important, in my opinion now, uh, to the point where I think you should be looking at what items, like, your opponents have every single fucking game. Uh, I think it's an important portion of knowing how you're going to win a game. Um, yeah, but it doesn't really compete with, like, the ability to really stack a single hero uh, in teamfight tactics, really pump one up into something that is ludicrous. Uh, and, like, everyone has, like, the... If you check out, like, the videos or the Reddit or the Twitter um, threads, you'll see, like, a bunch of different, like, preferred heroes to to really stack up. But hmm. generally, whichever hero you want to fucking stack to death is best. You can put multiple items on one character... And because the little items combine into bigger items, but it's not the crazy fucking Dota building system. It's not like mm. you need two fucking hammers and a fucking shield to make a super hammer or some shit. Um, <laughs> sure. Because it's literally just combine a belt with a cloak and you'll have this thing, you know? Cosplay. <laughs> um, because, like, it's it's a rigid sort of set grid of uh, eight things, like mm. the basic items. There's eight basic items, and they will always combine into certain things. You you get the opportunity to really experiment with some interesting stuff. You know, you can turn, right. you can really turn your entire game around if you find the right item. Right, like I had a um, I had a game where I wasn't wasn't losing outright, but I wasn't going well like I was in trouble and uh, I found I can't remember off the top of my head I had to play it with a fucking cheat sheet next to me I have to have a fucking screen that has all the fucking item combinations because I can't fucking remember what does what but uh, basically the spatula is like this wild card thing and you add it to another item another the seven items or eight items if you add two spatulas together the item is allows you to add an extra like player onto the fucking board. Right. So you go direct from seven to eight without even having to level up. You maintain your same level. So yeah, it's a huge fucking boon. Um, depending on the timing of the the match, like if you can get two spatulas early on, you can really start to like snowball a little bit. Right. So they're um, not tiered. The items, yeah, the items are tiered, but you'll still right. occasionally find like uh, there's this a randomness about the spatula. Uh, in yeah, that it'll sometimes show up in the auto draft, uh, the shared draft, right? And so suddenly, yeah, you can very. I've, I've gotten a spatula pretty early, uh, two spatulas pretty early, and just stacks right. and shit. But the other thing is the spatula also combines with other stuff. So let's say a belt, combine a spatula and belt. And you get to, like, your... The hero wearing it is now considered uh, glacial, which is a race, you know, uh, or 
spatula and a sword and it's now an assassin a spatula and a cape and it's now a sorcerer and you can change really change the landscape of your fucking um synergies by doing that you might go from in my particular case i was struggling a little bit uh i was i think i was doing like knights and uh shapeshifters and i had one uh glacial and i managed to get the second glacial and the difference it made to my fucking like team composition was fucking spectacular like huge because the glacial bonus allows them to like randomly freeze an enemy uh it's sort of like um the shaman you know turning someone into a frog but they're stunned instead um it is a pretty huge deal because it, it just locks someone out for a little while and uh yeah it totally changed my entire game around and, and i managed to get back out in front and win the game which was good you know i was i was happy uh that my decision to use those items in that way had directly influenced my victory uh i had to like to get the the item i needed to, to combine it with the spatula i had to like get it out of the shared draft because i wasn't getting dick all from the fucking uh creep waves but yeah it just meant that when the shared draft came up i didn't even look at who the fuck was in the circle right there were i think there was like a a five gold character running around and i didn't i didn't even bother i went straight for the fucking item that i needed the belt and i grabbed it and that was it uh yeah you know i felt like i was in control of dramatically changing the course of that game mm-hmm. through my specific choices in that draft phase you know I, which is i think is fucking sick right i think that is exactly what you want out of uh the catch-up mechanic that is the shared draft i think it's yeah really smart um and yeah from that perspective i think tft does a really fucking good job you know uh, the other other mad stack I did, I think I showed some screenshots of it. If you look at my the uh, IGN uh, piece, they made a video. I gave them footage of this game, the game I played, um, where I essentially was one hit away from loss, uh, from losing outright, like straight up. Uh, I think I would have come like fifth, hmm. uh, and I spent all of my gold uh, to get one extra character on the board and I wound up winning. The person in first place had 94 fucking health and I was at 13 and I managed to win that fucking game. And I was eating fucking so much shit each turn because you, like, I think that's the other thing. Underlords, you don't really eat shit until pretty fucking late. Like, yeah. after turn, I'd say 25. You're okay to cop a lot of shit Mm. until I'd say like if you're still eating a ton of shit by round 20 like the game might have gotten away with from you but like if if everything is going well if everything's pretty even right if you're if you've won more games than you've lost in Underlords you won't really notice a loss until round 25 in my opinion right that's when the three stars start coming out on mass. Uh, or there are a lot of two stars that wind up living and you just eat a shit ton. You like 14 to 18 damage type stuff, right? Yeah. That's not the case in fucking TFT. 
you eat shit all the fucking time. Uh, it's constant. You eat shit from the creep waves you lose. You eat shit from the fucking, <laughs> like, every single ad- additional fucking unit that's alive. Like, yeah, you just cop a bunch of shit. Uh, so, yeah, you can really quickly... 13 health is sweet fuck all. Uh, that's, that's a recipe for disaster. That is... You are dead. So, um, yeah, I was, I was fucked. I managed to turn around and it felt fucking sick. And the reason I managed to turn around is literally because of the choices I made. The choice I made to like spend every single fucking cent I had, uh, to get, and I was, I I think I was, I, I was, it's really hard for me to tell in TFT, the economy of the other players only because it's so fucking easy to see what other people have in underlords underlords makes everything so easy for you to understand uh which is fucking amazing right that's spectacular about underlords underlords is absolutely the first auto chess anyone should play um when you go to tft you're like I think that's how much gold they have. Like, uh, they don't have, like, any of these little blips along the side of their board, so I think that means they're not getting any interest. (laughs) So I think they've got less than 20 gold. Uh, Like, that's it, right? That's how you fucking discern that information. Meanwhile, in in Underlords, it's like, Job has two gold left and 33 health. He's fucked. <laughs> I'm level eight, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's only level six. Everyone else is level eight. Uh, if you fight him next, you're probably going to win. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hairy as fuck, right? Anyway, I, spent, I was over her. I was over the fucking max interest cap, and I managed to fucking, yeah, spend it all, turned it around, won the game from literally the death. It felt fucking awesome. It was cool. Um... Yeah, that's TFT, like, is a lot of you, like, a lot of me struggling real hard to work out what the fuck I'm looking at, and then a lot of being real pleased when I managed to just barely work some shit out, work out enough shit to, like, because I think at this point I have the fucking basics pretty down. You know, uh, at this like at this point in Underlords, I would say I could win half my games, right? Maybe not half, a quarter of my games, which I think is fine, right? Pretty reasonable, right? Uh, I prefer it was half, but a quarter is fine. Uh, and I would say uh, that I could probably place in most of my games, right? Present. Most recent history notwithstanding, because I've, I've been trying out some shit and trying to, like, dick around with the uh, wackier build types, like my yeah. all-demons build. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's just experiment. I think you've got to be able to experiment to sort of try to find something interesting in, mm. in the game. Uh, TFT, right... Because I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at half the time, I find it very difficult to experiment. And I find it... Yeah, I find is it... That, is that because there's a book in the game that you I haven't found yet? That. Yeah, I, yeah, there might be a book in TFT <laughs> that I haven't found yet. That's fucking 
that's amazing. I cannot believe I hadn't found that. It's spectacular. <laughs> if you go to the fucking shop in Underlords, there's a fucking book icon on the far left. And you can click it and see the fucking synergies of everything. I just sort of fucking remembered everything. Because I played Order Chest, right? So I already knew all the fucking... No, oh, it's Fish Guy. He's a tank. Yeah, oh, that's what he does. Uh, yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, but so the games are shorter then if you're taking more damage? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Way shorter. Yeah. It's, I'd say it's probably the quickest of the current auto chess triumvirates. So, so they've talked about doing a turbo mode for Dota. Yeah. Like, what does that entail then? Do you think it's just... Double damage, double gold. That's what I... Yes. That's like the that, quick way I do it. Round time in between? Uh, yeah, I'd definitely cut down on round time like five seconds or something yeah uh five seconds three seconds how long do you get in between each round to buy stuff in what underlords yeah 30 oh okay you get fucking yonks man yeah i'd cut that by 10 seconds maybe i'd cut it by 10 for sure yeah yeah um yeah i'd cut that by 10 i'd yeah double the damage you take double the gold you make and try to see people getting up the levels quicker uh yeah fair enough yep anyway all right so underlords we um talked about it a bit last week they had i think just released the um the knights patch right and we were talking about it being a bit bit op um people were running like a lot of knight synergies um because they gave them a really big buff and they also buffed dragons at that stage yeah by giving dragons um, extra abilities, like a third ability, which was huge. So you were seeing a lot of knights, and uh, knights, their basic synergies, they they decrease the amount of physical and magical damage that they can take when they're sort of standing next to each other. Um, yeah, so we're seeing a lot, a lot of knights. Uh, the next day, they, they nerfed them a little yep. bit. Yeah. They base not not a huge like a huge nerf. It's like that thing where in video games, uh, someone will put out a patch and their OP. I think we talked about this last week. Their OP for a little while because people were trying to figure out how to work against them and like what the deal is. Yeah. Um, so the next day they did a really small patch. They sort of decreased the amount of of damage they they were able to deal out in some of the higher levels. So made them a bit less more powerful towards the end game. Um, and then also lowered that like damage reduction we were talking about a slight bit as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that kind of balanced it out a little bit. I think there's still still seen a lot of knights on the board um, as like a favorable option to go with because they're extremely tanky. Like, yeah, they're pretty strong compared to some of the others like your warlocks and, and uh, your, your scalies, your scales. Like you don't see a lot of them out there much. No, like yeah. you, you know your brawnies. No, you, I think it's, it's not like something you go with. I think it's a case of what you are seeing more than it is a case of what you're not seeing because you're seeing knights and because the easy win, like easy clap, fucking uh, team comp. Dejour is warriors, uh, hunters. 
what you're looking at is a lot of physical damage. And so knights are a really good counter to the physical damage of uh, the warrior-hunter combo. Sure. Right? And so the reason scales don't work out that well is because we're not seeing all that much magic. uh, Because magic users tend to get fucking pantsed. Uh, I'm not sure why that is. They're super powerful in TFT and they get fucking shredded to bits in Underlords. Um, And yeah, I haven't really worked out why. I think it's because to get them properly online, to get that fucking 100% boost, you need six of them and the sixth one doesn't come till five gold. Yeah. Uh, Which means, yeah, they never really... Once you do get them online, I did have... I had a game where I managed to make it happen. Hmm. And they they successfully built uh, towards scales to slow me down. But, um, like, while I was online, while, while I had all six on there, I basically lost every fucking round up until right. I got my sixth fucking sorcerer, uh, like, magic user mage. And hmm. then I started non-stop winning in like microseconds it was like fucking bang everything's fucking dead um so i think i had i think my itemization i had two of those fucking cooldown reductions uh pieces i can't remember what they're called uh, octarine essences and uh i had one on lena and one on puck and Lena would literally zap literally anyone and they were dead. Like, just mm-hmm. gone. Uh, and Puck would send the fucking ball out and everyone in the fucking path of the ball oh, yeah. would lose half their health in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. Like, it was ludicrous. Uh, until, the, yeah, they managed to build a Tidehunter-Medusa combo. That's how I wound up in, like, inevitably lost it, losing. Because I couldn't... At that point, I, I think I couldn't afford to lose a single round. Um mm. And yeah, I did lose a single round, so I went up coming third, I think. But uh, yeah, like that's the only like that's the only reason you don't see a lot of scales is because people don't build sorcerers because the I think the expense is too high and they need to do something about that. I'm not sure what they do. Um, yeah, well maybe I, I just don't know how to build to it correctly. Anyway, the the end result. Like, I minced the fuck out of knights, right? Like, because they didn't have the fucking... Um, they had physical resistance. They don't have fucking magical resistance. So, hmm. um, yeah, they were just getting fucking deleted. Uh, so what I'm saying is the reason knights are super powerful is because uh, warrior, hunter is so fucking powerful. Uh, so prevalent, rather. Sure. So, so knights tend to beat that matchup a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, because as yeah. long as the, like the Knights don't, I, I think the Knights out DPS, the Warriors, uh, but they don't outlive the Warriors unless they've got the Knight synergy, in which case mm. they do. And I, I, yeah, I just don't know. I think he's still build around. It. I think Warriors, Hunters still winds up being more powerful than, than Knights. Like Knights, what's the other one? 
Knights Trolls, is it? Or Knights yeah, trolls. Warlocks? Uh, yeah, Knight, Knights Warlocks. Like, yeah, I think Warriors Hunter still winds up being... I think there are just more pieces, more ways for the, the Warriors Hunters combo to be stronger. You can get that fucking... What's that fucking global buff for brawny units that gives them fucking 50 health extra health? Kill. Oh my yeah. God, it's disgusting. It is ludicrous. The amount of fucking axes I've run into, I'm like, why the fuck is there an axe on the board when everyone's level 10? And then like you click on them and they got fucking 4,000 health. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to do here? Nobody does that much damage. Um, I like the having Juggernaut. I feel like is a better one because yeah. I struggle to get kills with axes unless you get a really early two star. Yeah. Um, whereas Juggernaut, I feel like he's got his spin ability, which deals out damage, makes yeah. him immune to to magical attacks as well, so he can spin and do damage to people. Yeah. And if you get that, then I feel like he's he's pretty good to have that ability on. <laughs> when when you've got that fucking global. The brawny racial buff is so fucking pointless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is it, 200 extra health? Like, fucking like what that, is yeah. the point? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. There's <laughs> a drop in the fucking bucket. It's like four kills. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's good, like, trying to work out all those synergies. I think the global items is probably the like Underlord's best path towards a significant amount of complexity um, because not only can you stack them, Drew was playing uh, with two of those uh, Demon Hunter global buffs where for every unique demon, 50%. the Demon Hunter gets, yeah, 50% or whatever extra damage. Extra damage, yeah. Um, and so he had, he did the the demon build that I did two terra uh, a terra blade and I think it was two two star any mages yeah and then a stack of fucking demons right and he like any mage was just fucking ripping the fuck out of people hmm. uh, they couldn't do anything like just fucking ripping straight through them um, which I think is yeah really cool you know uh, it's one of those ones because I tried exactly the same thing but I only had one of those global buffs and I just got fucked. Uh, it just never, never really came online. I, it took me way too long to actually find Terrorblade. Uh, I think I was like level <laughs> eight by the time I found a fu- single fucking Terrorblade. So none of my demons were really doing as much damage as they should have been anyway because they like if you've got more than one demon on the board, um, they cancel out their fucking own buff. Uh, until you've got two demon hunters, so I was just fucking twisting in the wind until I found the demon blade, uh, the terror terror blade, which fucking sucked. But even after that, like with every demon in the game on my team and multiple two stars, I still wasn't putting out anywhere near as much damage as, as Drew was. Drew was jumping on motherfuckers, and they just fucking disappear. Hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, so they, yeah, they haven't really done any big patch. They were like pumping out a patch like every, pretty much every day or every second day if they miss one, but there hasn't been one since, um, what, Monday? Was there a patch Monday? 
Or was there a Thursday then Friday patch? Uh, I don't know. The 27th. Yeah, there hasn't been a patch for a while since last week. Um, But there's one coming tomorrow, apparently, which, uh, if they get it out in time, is going to rework Alliance units. Um, So the Warlocks. Sorry, Warlock Alliance units. Um, Because Warlocks, they they heal. So they do like a lifesteal on... um, on other characters on attack so depending yep. on how much you've got depends on how much life still you get um they're tweaking some of those units as well so that's like your shadow shaman um shadow shaman is a shaman oh is he yeah it's in the name all oh, right warlock is a warlock yeah warlock um, um who else is there shadow fiend oh yeah shadow fiend's got it um, um, Necrophos. Venno. Yeah. Necro. Yeah. Is that all of them? Is there six? There's six. Yeah, there's six. I can't remember the rest. Um, Witch Doctor. Yeah, Witch Doctor's one. And Alchemist. Alchemist is the other. Yeah. Fuck, right. I'm good at fucking Dota. Yeah. Fuck, damn. Look at me go. But they're also reworking shamans as well, which is good because they're, they're a bit weak at the later game. Like My favorite guys. shaman is Warlock, obviously. Right. Yep. Why is that? Because he's not a, a shaman. Because oh, he's okay. got Warlock in his name. Fair enough. Uh, three new items they're chucking in. Oh, yeah. um, they're going to make tweaks to the win and losing streaks. So they might be trying to... I don't know. Change that a little bit. Stop people from using this. Open killing fort. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Strategy. It's a good idea. Uh, they're they're putting in a, a large scoreboard, so I guess you'll be able to maybe be see everybody that's going on okay. at the same time, as opposed to just one person. And um, some other experimental features, or cool. maybe the large scoreboard is the the actual global leaderboard system because I know they're working on that as well um right so yeah we'll see what happens but yeah bit of a slower update week like that last patch was a lot of bug fixes yeah as opposed to mainly like um like changes and whatnot but yeah some good changes in there still yep it's um yeah I've put like another 10 or 15 hours into it over the last couple days it's like the game that I sort of put on when I've got, you know, an hour to spare. I was actually playing it while watching Epicenter over the oh, weekend. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the Dota, the last big Dota tournament before the Invitational, sorry, Invitational? International, uh, which is coming up in August. And um, yeah, man, that was some good games. Yeah. The last, I sent you one of them, man. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't watch it. It was ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah, it was nuts. Like, you were expecting this team to just lose flat out, and they just hold on for an hour. <laughs> and, then, and then come back and win it. It's stupid. It was is- that the game? I saw a clip of, uh, I think it was, was it Team Liquid? Yeah. Like, just straight up annihilating Roshan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that one. So he gets to a point where it hasn't spawned yet and he kills it in half a second. It was. Because <laughs> he gets his item on it. Yeah. 
And they're all trying to theory craft like what is going to happen because they don't know. Oh, really? And then they, like the commentators. None of, none of that was in the uh, clip. It was just the fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> they're like they're all just sitting in the pit waiting for him to spawn and then fucking gone. Yeah, yeah, ludicrous. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but that entire game was just basically Liquid getting destroyed. And then them having to, like, sit in their base for a really long time and, like, split push and just trying to get one character super fucking farm for late game. And then as soon as he came online, as soon as he got to level 25, that was it. They left the base and just started stopping. <laughs> Sick. Right. Catch it. Yeah, it was, I need it was something to watch. Very fun to watch. Like, he's obviously a bit slow in between while you're just watching teams farm and, like, yeah. one team getting fucking pummeled. And then it just changes, like, instantly, once they hit 25. Um, And then it's like, oh, any team can kind of win from that point on because, um, yeah, while, while, like, they got very cocky at the end, like, oh, we just won a fight, they then lost the next fight and then (laughs) really started to turn around, like, oh, maybe we can't come out this far out into the open. That's amazing. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, that's kind of, I've been playing some Dota while watching some esports things. So Dota Underlawns while watching some esports stuff in the background. Um, yeah, just trying to rank up. I'm liking the ranking system a lot more. Like, you're not playing it. It seems like a bit more even now. You look at the people you get matched up against and they're pretty close to your level, um, your current level, and then, you know, you're trying to sort of grind into their new leaderboard system. Um and then it's also fun just playing with friends. Like, all right, we'll just get a stack of people on and jump into a public match and play that way. See I, how everyone's going and watching. I like, I actually enjoy, like, obviously, uh, I hate losing, but I actually enjoy, like, watching other, like, you guys play. Sure. And, like, none. there's none of the pressure to make the correct decision. So I'll be like, fucking oh yeah you should swap these two characters and you'll do it I'm like this he's so fucked <laughs> I wouldn't have he's, done that you're like I would have done cooked. that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll be like oh Drew you should ditch this character and put this one instead because blah 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 and I'll have some fucking wrought overwrought fucking reasoning for it and you're like oh yeah that makes sense and then you'll do it and just fucking get pantsed uh, um yeah it's good times. It's good times. Uh, I do enjoy it. No, I, I actually do enjoy, like, talking out the reasoning for why uh, why certain decisions should get made and stuff. Because, yeah. um, like, sometimes you're not even thinking about that. You're thinking yeah. about some other combination, and you're focusing so hard on that that you realize, oh, I, like, my placement isn't correct down here or something. Yeah, I think there was, like, there was one game where... I think, like, we spent the entire 30 seconds discussing whether or not a Medusa should be in, like, one spot or another spot. I think, like, it was your game still, and it was, like, close, right? Or was this Drew's game, and, like, he was literally fucking... He was winning on his screen, and the last other person alive was winning on their screen. Hmm. Like, they were both successfully defending each fucking round. Yeah. And we were... We were talking through how the fuck he was supposed to fix this shit uh, so that he actually fucking win. Um, it was bananas. But it was like, it was good. It was just like, yeah, it just feels like collaborative 
theory crafting, which is cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see, like, again, if they're going to change the way combat works, like who you're versing, because as an esport, it doesn't really work. Like, you can obviously watch it, but it's not, like, it's not as watchable because it's too confusing, I feel like, if you're if you're somebody that doesn't really understand what's going on and you're watching it the first time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, these two are, people are fighting each other and one team wins, but really they're not winning. They're just defending and they have lost against somebody else because they're playing two matches at once. It's, like, really weird. And, like, the two people that they're playing... Like, you're not really seeing what the other person's seeing, and it's just this yeah. weird, like, it doesn't work as an eSport in its current format. But I think it could definitely get there if they change it to a proper matchup. Like the CFC just, version. Sure, it's just what happens when you've got uneven matchups, like if there's seven people playing in the game, then what? Yeah, what so what, what happens in TFT when that happens is, and I far and away think TFT's version is, is better, but it, it clones... Uh, one of the armies and sends it over to you uh, and so you you just fight a clone army uh, and it doesn't count which I don't like uh, I had a game uh, where it, it was really close and I am 100% I came second I'm 100% certain I would have won that game but there were like three of us left uh, I lost in the next round Hmm. Uh, I would have won that game if I had fought the legitimate version of the dude who wound up winning because I pantsed his clone. I fucked his clone up and he would have died. We were all, we were all sub 10 health. Um, right. So it was basically anyone, whoever, like if you lose around, you'd lose, right? Yeah. Um, so he loses, he doesn't lose anything because you've defended, but he's yeah. actually attacking the other person properly. So yeah. So there's three players, player one, player two, player three, player one and two are fighting. Player three is play, is fighting a clone of player one, right? Player three successfully defends against player one and fucking annihilates the fuck out of him. Player two loses to player one, right? Yeah. And then the next round, player one gets two new three-star characters and I got fucking destroyed. If I'd beaten player one uh, legit as opposed to uh, clone, then I would have won the game. Uh, sure. Which, yeah, I was, I was. That was probably the saltiest I've been in, in TFT. Right. Because um, I should. I definitely should have won it. Like I, I won the fucking round, right? Like that's how the fucking game is supposed to work. Yeah, and I think that's where they're stuck at the moment as to yeah. like what to do. Because uh, obviously, I haven't sat down and thought about it, but. Yeah, it's this weird spot of, all right, what do you do now that it's uneven Hmm. to try and balance things out? What about a buy? Uh, What about a buy? You know how in uh, AI rounds you don't get, uh, like, bonus money? You Hmm. don't get, like, the win bonus. You don't get any of that stuff. All right, what about a buy where you don't get any of that money? Uh, So your economy takes it, like doesn't take a hit but you don't get as much economy uh but you also don't lose any life and the you don't get an item no no this is not for an ai round this is for so player one versus two versus three okay so player one just gets a buy and two and three find it out and player one then has to 
fight the the resulting winner or something like that. Right, and it cycles through. If there's th- still three players next round, then player two gets a buy, and player three gets a buy, and it just cycles through so that the lowest ranked player winds up getting the buy last, and that's their punishment for being last. Or you can do it the reverse and use it as a catch-up mechanic where player three gets a buy and player one or two don't, yeah. uh, and they have to duke it out. Um, in though, like in both of those cases, I still would have lost the game. Um, that I was talking about, but I wouldn't have felt bad because I wouldn't have felt like I should have fucking won. I wouldn't sure. have felt like I had been cheated. <laughs> check like technically fucking beat the person in the battle, just not seen any fucking results for it. Yeah. I think that's like I don't know, buys are a tricky one as well because there's no risk, I guess, but I, I do think it's probably the better like the best version best possible routes to take sure yeah i'm i'm sure they're working on it they're trying to figure that out like it may take a little bit of time but knowing valve like that is something they would change to make it watchable as an esport because then it's it doesn't work at the moment no as an esport to watch it's too confusing yep all right um so yeah, hopefully that. I'm keen to see what that uh, patch is tomorrow, though, to mix things up. I'm sure they're going to start adding more characters in there, and that'll sort of diver- diversify like all the characters that you can sort of play around with and what matchups you kind of use. But yeah, yeah, still digging it quite a lot. Yep, um, the mobile version is janky as fuck. I don't know if you played on mobile a lot. I've been playing no. it on mobile quite a bit because. Uh, Everything that I do in your stupid fucking Empires and Puzzle games takes fucking 15 hours now, so... <laughs> yeah. It's not much I can do, but, um, yeah. Uh, under, yeah, mobile, kind of janky. Um, like, just putting down and resuming a game, you have to be so fucking specific or you just lose rounds. Like, I'm not talking about, like, get defeated in a round. I'm talking about a round will cease to exist and you'll have been skipped onto the next one, except you'll have gotten none of the economy. So you'll just be fucking a big chunk behind uh, everyone else. It's definitely happened a bunch. Unless you specifically pause at the end of fucking, like at, at the start of fucking buy phase, uh, preparation phase, all this kind of shit. Right. Um, but it's still good. Like you just have to be very deliberate about what you're doing in it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, let's move on. Um, did you play any PUBG? Because you didn't put that down. Um, I did play some PUBG, but not heaps. Uh, I'm still enjoying my time with it. Uh, you know, not while about the ping situation, but I think we like we were talking about it, right? Like, because we won that game with Kleb, right? That was after the last podcast. Um, were you playing? Oh, no, it wasn't you. It was Drew and Heath and playing, me no. and Kleb. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we won that. We won our game, um, like, after our bullshit warm-up round. Uh, and it was a really good reminder of what I love about PUBG. And it is... You just don't get third-partied. They're just... There's not enough fucking pace in the characters to third, to reliably third party. This is a map so much bigger. Yeah. You can set up to ambush 
post combat, but you can't just bust on into a fucking firefight and expect to do well because you'll just wind up getting fucking shredded. You like the the way you need to use cover, the way you need to use positioning and, and height advantage and sightlines means that yeah, you just can't sort of fucking show up and see what what happens. Hmm. Um which definitely makes PUBG more my style of game. Uh I love I love the fucking tension like just before the action goes down and then the fucking bang and everything fucking happens all at once it's hectic as fuck for a little while and then it goes back to that calm and then like it's it's got that ebb and flow that i think is a good like it's the way a good story works you know that fucking rise and fall uh that proceeds to like build and build and build until it's a huge fucking that climactic set, set piece at the end the big fucking action sequence and then, you know, the end. And either you're the heroes of the piece and you won, and you get to deconstruct your victory, or you it turns out you were the bad guys the whole time and you lose, and mm. the heroes won, and they get to walk away with their victory. And you're finished. And, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's it's very much my style of, of, of game. We were playing on Miramar, and, uh, like, just the fucking... We actually got third party, right? And it's such a good example of why that just doesn't work. I mean, Drew died fucking instantly, basically. I think he landed at the same warehouse as some dudes on Miramar and just got fucking pounded. Uh, so me and Heath like ran across the road to go do something about it. We killed these dudes, uh, basically killed an entire team. And then as we were like coming back, this is like this is the PUBG version of getting third party, but like, yeah, like we start getting fucking pinged at. Um, like they steal one of our steal a kill by like fin- getting the finish on someone who's down, um, and start taking potties at us. I'm running across. I'm literally in the middle of a fucking open road, and like just a hail of gunfire lands all around me. It was, like, full-blown some fucking action movie shit. Like, I'm just like, fucking shit! Like, my fucking adrenaline spikes to fucking 1,000% in the fucking... In a heartbeat, I'm just fucking... All all systems go. Like, what the fuck is going on? There's someone else here. Uh, we gotta fucking do something about this. I, like, hit the deck behind the fucking car. There's still fucking bullets raining down. Um... Cleb manages to get a fucking angle on this guy. I managed to get up and go across the road while he's like, he like the dude on, he was on the roof of the jail hmm. in, I can't remember the fucking city, but it's like Northwest Miramar, Northeast Miramar. Sorry. Um, he was on the roof of the jail there. And, uh, yeah, I run, like I sprint across the fucking road, uh, like still terrified. I'm going to get shots. Um, yeah, get across, no worries. We managed to surround him, kill him. Then the, like, circle's there. We're going to drive in, like, under pressure from the circle. We managed to get to a spot, fucking, all that's good. We're getting sniped at from fucking yonks away. That's fucking hairy as balls. Um, we managed to, like, wait. we get ambushed by a crew on top of this hill, and we just fucking bum rush them like just fucking we ping these fucking grenades over this fucking hill 
and uh, chase him the fuck down, kill him, get out, like gear up, everything's good. Move on. We lo- like lost our car to the circle because couldn't go back in time to get it. Like push forward. Miramar is such that like it always feels like you if there is a sniper, you could get sniped at any fucking moment. So you just keep fucking moving forward, moving forward, trying to get to any cover at all. The cover you've got is like this bare divot in the sand, like this fucking nothing bit of like cover that you're just lying and praying that nobody has any elevation at all because you'll just be this fucking doofus lying on the ground. Um, yeah, we just like fucking we kept going. I think we got like I think, I'm not sure if it was that game, but I think we got like fucking twenty kills as, as a squad. And Drew did literally nothing. Um, uh, yeah, no, like, we just... It just was fucking awesome. Like, the whole... After a certain point, it was... There was no longer that pause. There was no longer that period of fucking downtime. Because the circle was small enough that you could tell that there was someone just there. And so you were constantly looking there. Plus, you're trying to look over here. Plus, you're trying to work out if you can afford to take the shot to the west uh, or if that'll mean that the people of the east will run up over you. All this kind of shit is going on in your mind. And at the same time, you can see that, like, you're, like, counting who's left, the amount of people left. You're like, there's not many left. We, like, as a squad of three, I think we outnumber the two squads left. Yeah, you, like you work it out, you get it done, and you get the win. It's fucking cool. But at the same time, yeah, it is. I was, uh, I got like, I had a, what was it, the SKS? So I was sniping, uh, mm. and Miramar is a map where you do have to snipe. And we were playing 150 ping, and I reckon there would have been a fair chunk less drama in that situation, if my shots had been fucking, if I didn't have 150 ping, because I would have been hitting my shots <laughs> yeah. as opposed to just barely missing them uh, until I like mentally adjusted to the 150 ping. Um, There's one point where I, like there was this dude and he was lying down behind a burnout car, and like you can still shoot out under. Like, you can shoot under a burnout car, right? They don't become mm-hmm. fucking blocks, right? I must have fucking pounded 20 fucking bullets into what had to be exactly him. But I think this, like, the window, it was like, I think it was like 550 meters. And, like, there must have been less than half a meter of space underneath this car because I, right. I was up elevation-wise from him. So I didn't have the biggest fucking wind gap. I only fight 20 bullets and I hit him fucking once. And that wasn't, that's not lag. That's just me fucking potatoing my fucking dick off. Uh, <laughs> but I did manage to, like, he was the last one to die. So that's okay. Uh, he put his head out. He straight up no respected us. Uh, at one point, like, he was, like, peeking, hmm. leaning out and trying to counter snipe me. And he was straight up doing it with the rhythm so it was very easy inevitably to just fucking wait half a beat and then fucking pop him in the fucking head it was extremely disrespectful from him and I'm glad that he died <laughs> fair enough but yeah uh, yeah good times right y- yep alright Apex Legends 
Yep. Season two kicked off yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. Yes. Uh, yesterday morning. Um. So yeah, the story bo- the story points we've been talking about the last couple of of weeks. Uh, basically, uh, to start at the beginning, uh, some fucking flying monsters started showing up on the islands on Kings Canyon. The name of the map. Um, this is after the Leviathans, these giant dinosaur-looking creatures, started moving around the map mysteriously, and uh, and eventually, Repulsa ended up getting turned like the power got turned up on it um which meant the flyers went away and the um the leviathan started to walk away as well this is like a two week sort of three week story thing that's been going on they released like updates every couple of days and then eventually leading up to um this whole story thing is that somebody has come in and set off an emp and repulsor which is shut down Whatever it was that was keeping those leviathans and flying, yeah, flying things away, it's caused it to be destroyed, and now the leviathans are on the island. Hmm. Um, and in saying that, some some time has passed. Somebody's come in and tried to do a bit of a cleanup. Um, we've got new areas on the map now. We've got old areas that have been completely obliterated. Um, and yeah, it's just like very different type of map now. Uh, you've got that that thing where remember when PUBG first came out and Erangel, the style of map that you are used to is very different to the maps that they put out now. Like there is a lot of cover cover based areas in the terrain. Yep. They're doing that sort of thing now with this map where they've got. A lot of like craters in certain areas and areas that used to be these wide open spaces. Now there's actually a bit of cover there because they've, you know, managed to go, all right, well, these are bad areas. We're seeing a lot of people dying. We need to fix that up a little bit, like give them a chance. Um, So they've gone and and really reworked some of those areas, which is really good. Yeah. And then also added like tons and tons of different new locations in terms of um, like, some places just don't resemble what they used to look like. Yeah, whereas, bridges in particular. Yeah, bridges have been completely destroyed, but they've also got a new area called Cages, which is this giant massive tower thing. Um, there's different buildings that are set up throughout the map that you're going to now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good... It feels fresh and new. Like, this is the way I feel like that you go about doing maps... Uh, it's that Fortnite strategy of like changing it every couple of months, which is yeah. like, really refreshing and works well without um, like splitting the player base too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about like all the patch changes that they've kind of put in there? Sure. Go through. Uh, yep. Obviously, Watson is a new character they put in. Uh, 1200 Legend Tokens, which is chump change for people like you and I that play it quite a bit. Yep. Um. Watson has a passive ability that lets her instantly charge up her ultimate by using an ultimate accelerant. Yep. Um, and basically her ultimate is an inception pylon, which is this like device you can put down on the ground. It repairs damage shields for other players. And it also intercepts um, incoming 
fire from other heroes' abilities, so like mortar strikes from, say, Gibraltar. And or, grenades. Or grenades, yeah. And um, it does your own grenades. Right. Which I didn't realise, and I don't <laughs> think it should. Uh, it's this risk, right? Risk-reward system. Is it? Of, like, you got to use it at the right time, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a really good... Uh, really good ultimate ability, but her uh, her cure ability, which is the one where you can kind of use it quite frequently, is uh, putting these nodes down, which electrify. It's like an electric fence. Yeah, and you put a node down on the ground, and then there's like a radius that comes up on the map or, or on your your HUD, and you can kind of see where you can put the next node down, and then you start joining them together, which fences off. Uh, uh, like this electric wall and then anybody that runs through it gets slowed down and i think they take a little bit of damage yep and also it pings their location on the map so you know someone's been through it yeah um so they're really handy to put down in doorways or like holes that you want to kind of wall off a bit or you know if you're in a if you're in a fight you can put them down behind you to try and slow people from coming down a third partying you like it's really there's a lot of ways you can kind of use them. You know, you put them down to to res someone if you want to, to like stop them from sort of just running in at you. At least you got a bit of a chance then. And um, yeah, I think it's a she's. I think she's a really fun character to play. Yeah, there's she's like awesome. a lot going on with her. Um, they yeah, there's fucking stacks going on. I had a game where we were. I was playing with Cleb and a rando. Hmm. I think it was after you left. Um, we're playing playing together. We went fucking everywhere in this map, but um, we wound up at Market, and uh, you know Market, how it's got, you know the doors on the ends, the long ends of yeah. Market, so right down the eastern end, uh, there's that sort of like little alcove between mm. the two doors, Yeah, I put my fences up between there, and we got jumped on by fucking four teams. Uh, while we were there and we like locked ourselves into that little area for fucking ages for the entire like for the entirety of these four teams we managed to kill three and a half of them uh before we fucking eventually went down uh Kleb was uh 100% out of ammo I believe and I had two Mozambique bullets left uh, and yeah, we met, well, the two you only needed. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking. That's the other thing. Uh, they've upped like Mozambique's fucking good, man. It's actually good. It's a against an unshielded enemy. If you get all three pellets or whatever the fuck it is on yeah. target, it's a kill. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a hundred damage. Yeah, um, you got to have the attachment though. Right, um, but still. It's fucking good. Uh, it's it's worth it. Like, yeah, I'd gotten that. I put up a video on Twitter, um, but I'd gotten that thing as my the first weapon that I picked up. I picked up that and a longbow. And I was saying on Twitter, if that like if the first guns I picked up were a Mozambique and a longbow before season two, I would have quit Apex and queued up PUBG, basically, uh, <laughs> yeah. because clearly Apex didn't want me to play today. But uh, instead, 
No, man, I've got the fucking... I had the Atacho for the Mozambique. Uh, yeah. Didn't have, have anything Have a point for, round, they're called. Yeah. I didn't have anything for the fucking longbow. Uh, I didn't even have a fucking scope on the motherfucker, but I still managed to get a kill with it. Um, just, like, fucking no-scoping into yeah. the fucking... Into it's a doorway. Very easy, yeah. And, um, yeah, the fucking Mozambique went to work. I switched out the... Um, the longbow for an r301 mm-hmm. never really got enough fucking ammo for it i think I, I had 80 total for the r301 and they've changed how much ammo you can carry per stack for shotguns yeah it's now 16 per stack so that's rough that's pretty fucking rough for the old mozzie uh because yeah uh i don't know it just feels like 32 is two stacks of fucking shotgun ammo and you just don't have a lot, man. Like, yeah. you can piss through that pretty quick. Um, sort of feels like you then have to be keeping an eye out for fucking shotgun ammo constantly. That's not like... I never feel like I have to keep an eye out for any other ammo, you know? Um, I'm not, like, constantly... I, it's like, once I've got what I feel is... If I've got two stacks of fucking heavy ammo or two stacks of fucking light ammo... Hmm. I'm not like, oh god, I better get fucking more ammo. Like it's a nice to have. If I see light ammo, I'll pick it up. If I see heavy ammo, I'll pick it up. But if I've got two stacks of fucking shotgun ammo, I'll be like, I need more shotgun ammo. Sure. Yeah, but like you think about it, the auto shoddy is what that's like three clips you're looking at now, which is about the same as what every other gun is. If it's 16, how much has it got in it? Like six? Six per per clip? Eight. Eight per clip for the Eva 8, isn't it? Oh, I can't remember. It's six, it for the, six for the Peacekeeper and eight for the Eva 8. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah a fucking, like, what's uh, 80? 80 for an R3, uh, 80 light rounds, and it's 21 for mm-hmm. an R301. You know, like, I don't know, that's four clips. Yeah, but you get the attachments for them and... Yeah, all the stuff. Like, you, like unless, unless you got the the um, the clip attachments for those SMGs or those light guns, they're pretty... You're, like, you're reloading them a lot. <laughs> it's like 20 bullets, like 18 yeah, bullets or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a good good change. Like it's it makes them a bit more viable, and that also affects the P twenty twenty as well. Yeah, uh, which is the the pistol or the handgun. Um, the other hop ups they added are the disruptor rounds, which increase damage to shields. Yeah, and that's for the alternator, which is the the alternator and the RE forty five, which are like um, uh, SMGs sort of weapons, like semi autos. RE45 is like a full auto pistol. Pistol, and yeah. The alternator is more like a TMP type thing, you know, like a yeah. little one handed like SMG. Uzi type thing. Yeah. Uh, that's going to get nuked to like next patch, I feel like. It's way too powerful. It's uh, fucking hilarious. I won a game with an alternator and an L Star, uh, both of which I picked up at the start of that game. It was a, I think it was like a eight win, eight kill game. Yeah. Uh, I fucking went huge. Uh, I was just shredding motherfuckers. I'd punt down their armor with the fucking alternator and then finish them off with the L-Star. Like, mm. just running running towards them. Like, ever, always towards them. And I literally, 
I think we, where do we land? Like fucking in the middle of, near the cage. And I landed on the fucking new drop. Right. And picked up an alternator and an L-star and the attachment. And then I went to fucking work. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, yeah. So straight up, I would just run at them with the alternator, shooting them. Their arm would be gone before I'd finish the clip. And then I'd switch to the L-star and finish them off from fucking four meters away while they were shitting themselves because someone was running directly at them. Uh, and then I'd find the next fucking target. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it was sick. Um, I think, yeah, I think it gets nerfed a little bit the next patch because it's I super so. powerful. I, I was playing games where I would just run around with that. You yeah. don't even need to switch weapons because yeah. it still does damage, like tons of damage. Yeah, it does. It really, it really does. The alternator in particular. Uh, the RE45 is still shit without the fucking hop-up and I haven't found it with the hop-up yet. So, hmm. yeah. But yeah, the RE45 is garbage. Yeah. Alternator works well. Um, yeah. yeah, so you talked about the L-Star, which is a new airdrop weapon, only available in the airdrops that spawn in the, in the matches. Um, and it's like a laser. Like a, yeah. Well, it says here it's a plasma projectile. Uh, it right. shoots really quickly. It overheats if you fire it for too long. Yeah. And uh, it's also got a limited amount of ammo. I think it's around about 90 bullets, yeah. but it does a lot of damage pretty quickly. Um if you can get like, I think it's like six fucking shots on target, they're done. Um, I used it. I, I use it like a shotgun because you only have you've got so little ammo. Yeah, it's a good but, close range weapon. Yeah, you don't want to be like taking shots from range with it. But uh, if you can get in close and just fucking burst them, they're done. It's good. It's a good yep. weapon. Um, I think it overheats a little bit quickly, but at the same time, if you're holding down fire for that long it's, the fight's probably over anyway um just doesn't feel like a satisfying amount of time for it to like st- I don't know not overheat I feel like it should last a bit longer that's all yeah um yeah uh, I won't go into specifics about some of the weapon changes a couple of a couple of buffs for the weapons that aren't being used as much it looks like mostly I found um, a gold flatline, which is one of the ones that got buffed. Yeah, yeah, they fixed the the gold weapons so that you're not getting terrible attachments on those guns anymore. Although anymore. the flatline in particular has the fucking two times right uh, round sight, which is oh, my I don't least, like least favorite. <laughs> yeah, but is it the scope? It goes two to four. No, it's literally just the two by. Okay. Yeah, I hate it. I yeah. hate that scope. Uh, um, but it's yeah. It's pretty good. It's like it's gotten a general buff. Yep. Flatline in general, so that's good. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, hot zones have been removed. No more hot zones mm. in casual play. They've been replaced by uh, airdrops at the start of the map. Yep. So now there's two airdrops that will instantly spawn into the map. You can, I think, you can see while you're in the plane where they're going. Yeah, you can. Um, but they, uh, by the time you basically land on the ground, they will be there waiting for you. So it's like this, who can get to the, um, airdrop first and, and they've changed up the loot table on that so that you'll get things like Krabers earlier on in the game, as opposed to them being late game, late game weapons that only spawn that. Um, so they're trying to get like some of those weapons out a bit earlier. Um, and then a bunch of uh, 
buffs to some of your thick boys. So Gibraltar, Caustic got buffs. Yeah. Um, and this is something we talked about, like when the, like, the game first came out in relation to hitboxes. Your bigger characters have bigger hitboxes, which meant they were dying quicker. Um, and so people were sort of leaning towards your your smaller characters, like your Pathfinder, who has a hard hitbox, uh, your Wraith and your Lifeline, which are smaller characters. Um, and what they ended up doing was putting in sort of like passives on top of these characters so that, all right, your Gibraltars and Caustics have this ability called Fortified, which means they can take um, more damage. So it's like a damage reduction on top of them. And also... Yep. They're, um, they're now immune to um, slow effects from weapon fire and things like that. Uh, whereas your your wraiths, your pathfinders, your lifelines now have a damage increase as well. So they're trying to balance those a bit more, yeah. which is really good. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and then basic, some like basic changes to the way uh, hero abilities work. Won't go through like a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff in there that I feel is is, is really needed that buffs a lot of the, the characters, which is good. Um, they've got a new stats page as well, which will show your your overall stats from the games you've played from season one up until now. So there are stats they haven't been tracking, um, yeah. but they you know they've started tracking some of them, which is cool. So you can go back and be like, all right, how many wins did I get in season one? Or how many kills did I get? That sort of stuff, which is which is good to see. It's presented pretty well. Yep. Um, uh, they've changed the way that circle speeds will sort of uh, uh, decrease and also the amount of damage you take. Yeah. You're doing a lot more damage in the circles now, which is which is cool. Yep. It's um, like we were playing, I was playing a game yesterday with some randoms and they decided to leave the circle to go, well, not leave the circle, but the circle was about to close in and they decided they were going to go fight a third party another team right and I thought it was a bad idea because I knew that this tick damage had changed and so they started this fight they left they they left this fight pretty fucking late so they were taking a lot of tick damage whereas I was just outrunning it and um we got into the circle they started healing and then we immediately got third party or the team that was the team that they were fighting in the circle came in from behind and shot them while they were healing (laughs) so they got screwed so yeah you gotta really worry about that stuff now because you can take a lot of damage Um, yeah uh that game where i had the fucking alternator and the l-star um i was the last one alive in my team um before we got the win because they like i think we were in the sixth or seventh circle there was only a handful of people left and they were like on the edge fighting on the edge of the circle uh down to half health and they just got fucking chunked out like in in a heartbeat they they were talking in chat about how fast they died and how surprised they were and one of them had the fucking um self-revive yep got himself back up and died immediately like if it's not even worth self-reviving if you're outside of the fucking circle yeah um, because you just won't make it back in which is yeah like none of us expected um which is i think it's good i think it's appropriate sure yeah uh race play has also been put in which is something we talked about last week um still got a lot of work to do with that they're they're basing a lot of on um 
like your position in the game where you come in terms of your you know i think it's zero to 20 your placement and uh the higher your placement the more rp you get which is their i guess what rank points and you also get rank points based on the amount of kills which caps out at five um yeah so i think that needs a lot of work still they need to I think they need to take damage into consideration because I feel like that's a pretty good stat to look at in terms of, um, you know, who's actually getting kills or knockdowns. Like, you don't want teams coming in and rather than knocking down other players, they're just going to, like, start killing people that are on the ground so they can get that kill. Yeah. Um, Like, we were seeing some of that in old, like, the old early days of uh, PUBG esports yeah. where it's like well this stuff doesn't really matter in terms of competitive scenes so we'll just focus on doing these other things instead like we'll just camp it out or we'll just focus on getting kills from knockdowns and then obviously that's you know a little bit different but um, yeah they got some work to do there on, on how that's working and just like the incentive of alright you've got five kills you've maxed out your kills what's the point in fighting teams now why not play for rank yeah which at the end of the day it's probably better for you you're gonna get you're not gonna lose points for um yeah for, for just rank tanking basically it's it's a bit dumb um so hopefully they they make that a bit better and um yeah it'd be interesting to see how this sort of ends up playing once people sort of settle into their proper ranks and are queues going to be popping as quickly in there? Like, how long are you going to have to wait? Well, I guess yeah. it's sort of something we have to wait and see um, as people grind their way through to where they're supposed to be. Um, the interesting system they got in there is that, like, you're paying points to actually play in ranked, which is an interesting system. Yeah, it's, like, it's a weird one because it. I, I think it sort of really makes you question how good you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> Am I worth another attempt <laughs> at, at trying to win a fucking round? Um, I don't have the points, like the exact points details up in front of me, but like it gets pretty expensive to play when you get pretty high. Like it can, it, you will, you will, um, definitely lose a lot if you get to a certain level and don't place you know uh there's there's some significant fucking costs yeah at that point and i'm not 100 percent sure how the the like specifics of it work but there are things like if you don't get any kills and you die really quickly then it doesn't cost you any points but i don't know if that's only in the lower no that's tiers. only if someone that's only if you've got someone leaders. disconnects right yeah Okay. Yeah, that's that's only if someone disconnects on your team. So yeah, it's just to make it yeah. More so fair. in bronze, it's free to actually play, whereas yeah. in silver, it's one, gold is two, platinum is three, diamond is four, and then apex predator is five. So five is pretty high. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they'll tweak it as things go on, but uh, yeah. We'll see what ends up happening. I did have some people that left in my games that I was playing yesterday. And I don't know at that stage they knew that that system was in place. Because if you abandon, 
in ranked, you lose points, but you also, uh, you can't play. Like, it stops you from playing the game for a certain amount of time. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, I think it's the way it should be. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing a bit of ranked. I think I'm up to bronze one, something like that, around there. Nice. I think I got one more and I hit silver. Cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like people are maybe taking it a bit more seriously. It's not like, let's drop at school. Like, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of instant drops in those matches that I've played. It's yeah. a lot of people, like, um... There are a lot picking. of late, late <laughs> drops. Yeah, yeah, picking where to drop. Yep. Which is good, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good precursor to the concept of a competitive game, you know? Yeah. I don't, don't know that the game is necessarily ready for competitive, but it's definitely, yeah, like... Prepar- like preparation for it you know yeah um so yeah played a bunch of games i really like that new character there's um yeah there's there's been some interesting ways that you can kind of use her in terms of like when you're being chased you can stop people from chasing you <laughs> you had that one fucking the sickest fucking kill with the electric fence yeah yeah time. that was fucking amazing because <laughs> uh, we were all fucking we were wrecked we got fucking third parties yeah third party like they were coming in we'd just finished the most fucking protracted fucking firefight and uh like just took took forever man and um yeah enough time for a, a third party to walk all the way up from fucking I don't even know where like fucking maybe bridges bunker. yeah <laughs> bunker yeah like fucking ages away wandered up tried to jump us actually they got me down got was it JB JB was down yeah, yeah it was JB, JB first then yeah you and I were fighting the other three guys <laughs> yeah the, the next three guys I had fuck all ammo left it feels like it definitely feels like there's I don't know if it's like that there's more bad guns or what but I f- definitely felt like I haven't had as much ammo but um yeah and you were Watson and yeah the last one was fucking on you man and you managed to get a fence down and they just fucking powered through it well no what happened was I got the fence down yep Pathfinder I think it was Pathfinder ran through it the fence then went up and activated I started shooting this guy and he backpedaled into the fence that's what it was yeah and I had two of them there I don't know they because I don't know they stack damage or what's going on because um, I put three down. I put like one, two, and then a third one. And so it created two barriers. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know if they stack, but anyway. Uh, he backpedaled through it and then it got immediately slowed. Yeah. And then he must have been freaking out. From my point of view, he was looking around <laughs> behind him. Yeah. To see what was hurting him. I think he might have thought he was taking damage from something else. I don't know. But yeah. Right. He freaked out. And Yeah. No, I've got a video of that one. I can put it up on this one it was rad yeah yeah um yeah man i i'm really digging it it's so good like all the changes they put in there the first time that i i fight it up i wasn't playing with any of you guys and i went to um repulsor yeah there's that like uh uh i don't know what it's called but there's sort of not gas station we call it gas station but there's a bit like outside of repulsor and then it sort of looks down into the valley and then that's where you can sort of head over to water treatment. And then in, on your right-hand side is where bridges used to be. And there was like a canyon there with a 
a giant um, sort of underpass, rock underpass. And I was down the bottom looting stuff because I'd come from Repulsa and I'd gone down the bottom. I'm just like freely looting. You know, all this shit has been destroyed. And then I look to my right and this is where the Leviathans are, which are these huge dinosaurs that are in the map. And I then I realized that that, that, that wall that used to be there is completely gone. And I can see, like, up the back of past, like, bridges where your bridges used to be up into some of the, um... Just south s- of fucking artery, artillery and shit. That, yeah, like, up there. where there's supposed to be rocks and things, like, there's little alleyways that you can go to go, sort of go to. And I realized, like, holy fuck, I'm standing out in the open. Anybody could have just shot me with a sniper rifle or something. Like, now you've got to really consider that how open that area is um yeah and they do really good things of like i talked about before with the craters and whatnot but there's debris everywhere and there are those giant leviathans that you can actually use as cover now um and they've got items underneath their legs which randomly will pop up every once in a while and you've got about five or six seconds before the foot comes back down and stomps you but if you're nearby and one of those goes up you can get a really good you know, you can get a fence kit or some sort of item from them, which is pretty handy. Mm. Um, yeah, just having that sort of stuff in the map is really fun. Like seeing all the new places that that are in it. Like there's places I haven't been to yet. I played a bunch yesterday. I, I think I played 30, 30 rounds, twenty five rounds, and I've got about seven or eight wins. And there are places I've not gone to, like gone to yet to see how different they are. Yeah. I'm keen to go check out. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Because there, there was a moment where I was running around, I'm like, I don't even know where I am. Like, this has completely changed. I look so different. Up near Cages, that new area, there's these giant indoor sort of buildings you can go into. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome what they've done. Yeah, they've done a really good job. Which is why I bought the Battle Pass. I am going to buy it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think like, it's the data you know what? You my 10 bucks, fuck it. Yeah. Um, this is like, it's a significant improvement over the previous one. It feels like they've actually, yeah, like worked for the money. Um, the daily challenges and stuff is... Oh, yeah, so smart. Like, yeah, really good. Like, at the, But at the same time, I don't like that they've changed. It feels more grindy now. Um, oh, yeah, I don't feel like I'm getting many battle pass levels. Yeah, it feels like you're you're gonna get a lot to start off with. Yeah. But the only reason I'm getting a lot to start off with is because I'm doing those challenges. And yep. Once those challenges all disappear, it's gonna slow right down. And yep. I haven't figured out, but I can't see my battle pass level, like where I'm at. Have they hidden that now, or am I not looking in the right spot? Like there used know. to be a, there used to be a like a you know you've got twenty thousand out of forty five thousand points. There'd be a bar. That it doesn't feel super gone. clear, but I don't think I don't think you earn battle pass levels that way anymore. I think you just sort of get the level. I'm not. I honestly haven't worked out how you get battle pass levels. One hundred percent. Yeah. Right. I know there is a. Oh, that maybe that's what it is. If you go into your weekly challenges, there is a bar at the top of it that says it's got an infinity symbol. That's probably what it is. And it's got like how many points you've got. And right. then you've got like one BP. So I guess that's what it is. Oh, um, okay. But 
it doesn't really make clear when you finish a game how many points you're getting and what it seems like they've they've made it quicker for you to get battle pass points but once you have finished those challenges it's going to really slow down more significantly yeah because yeah. um, i'm at level i think seven or eight at the moment i finished season one at 51 i think around there i didn't buy the battle pass yeah. last season um just because i kind of wanted to see where they'd take it but yeah i didn't think it was worth it yeah i'm comfortable you know 171 hours in um that yeah they i feel like they for a free-to-play game yeah they have earned my money <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah um yep yeah, man, it's good. I, I'm digging it. I hope they keep pumping out some patches. Is a bit of a buggy things happening. You having like HUD issues yesterday? I was oh, seeing like yeah. weird flickering right. going on every once in a while. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything about that in the patch notes about like known issues or anything either. So I'm sure other people are having it as a problem, but the HUD problem. Yeah, yeah, I've seen people complain about it. Yeah, right. Good. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty annoying when you're trying to loot under pressure. Like, it's hard. Yep. You because you can't see the fucking. You can't see what you're fucking looting. So, yeah, it's pretty rough. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, it's good change. Good changes. I hope they keep it up, and they start pumping out some heroes, some more heroes. See what uh, crypto. Yeah, crypto is, is probably the next one, right? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he does, but. Yeah. And they've got like the caged flyers on the map as well. Like, oh, yeah. are they going to get let fucking loose at some stage and start attacking people? Make it so that you can shoot open the fucking cage or something. Yeah. Because cool. now they've got Far flyers. The flyers are still around the map, but sometimes they they like land on places and then yeah. you've got to go and find them and shoot them. Like, I think we were playing yesterday and there was one above Bunker that yep. was just kind of sitting there. I've been to water treatment and there's one sitting on like one of the buildings in water treatment that you go shoot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some cool stuff going on there. It's good. Yeah. All right. Should we move on? Do some news. Yep. What have we got? Does cyberpunk 2077 have multiplayer job? Um, uh, no. What? So there was some, there was an interview that went around in the last couple of days and they were talking about how the cyberpunk team is made up of, uh, a lot of different teams um it sounds like there are five teams over at cd project red and three of them working on cyberpunk related products and yep. there was some clarification today um about this story in particular and one of those teams is apparently a 40 person team working on multiplayer or some sort of multiplayer component right um, and the clarification today was that they CD Projekt have have do have multiple teams working on Cyberpunk, but they're not specifically like different Cyberpunk related products. They're not like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven fucking Witcher card game type experiences, right? So they clarified that bit, but they did not talk about multiplayer. They didn't clarify whether or not there was there was a multiplayer component. So it's possible that there is something they're working on. Um, hmm. But they are not uh, confirming cool. or going or, or like clarifying that interview that went out from whoever it was that did it. It was a, I think a Polish website. 
ended up posting it. So yeah, could be multiplayer. Maybe they're just research and development type stuff. They're trying to figure it out. Maybe it's something that comes later on, like Red Dead sort of esque yeah. beta stuff. Who knows? But that that could be interesting. Fucking co-op. Imagine that game with co-op. Oh, Holy I love crap! Co-op. That'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be yeah. so cool. That'd be that'd be nuts. Yep. So I'm sure we'll hear about that if that does eventuate into something else. But I'd be mm. keen to play something like that. Yep. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege Wild Wild West. It's a limited time event. 3v3. Yeah, 3 versus 3 um, with sort of like single fire weapons. They've got two weapons in there. It's a new map, um, yep. which is not a, a huge map. It's very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Fort. And it's, yeah, a 3v3, three very quick, like, shoot the other people with Western themes, like people wearing cowboy hats and cowboy shit. hats and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah fun little mode um i've not checked it out but i've heard some you know fun things about it sounds yeah. interesting uh, i'll have to load up you play check it out because i love me some wild west um yeah. it's a cool idea it's a very cool idea yeah hmm. uh next up remedy entertainment has got back the rights to alan wake um so this is previously owned by Microsoft, who published right. their game way back when. The game eventually ended up coming out on PC. And since then, um, Alan Wake 2 was in some sort of form of development. That ended up being shifted across to not happening. And um, yeah, Quantum Break was kind of the thing they were focusing on for Microsoft. And then that came out, and they've now been working on Control which is due out at really soon. It's like next two months or something, I think. Really? Yeah. Right. I keep meaning to check out Quantum Break, but then I just don't do it. So, cool. August 27th, so it's next month. Damn. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm keen to see what they do next <laughs> obviously alan wake has become this like cult hit for them yeah um i wouldn't be surprised if they try and do something else with it they've talked about they're doing Surely. this tv series whether yeah. or not that ends up coming you know to something that's actually real or not or if it's just a they end up making a pilot it doesn't get picked up and ends up being shelved somewhere that could end up happening um but yeah i i'd definitely be keen for the alan wake sequel i thought the writing in the game was outstanding um so yeah we'll see what happens with that one but i'm i'm glad they've got it back yeah i mean you never know maybe fucking playstation comes along hopefully it's not nintendo and yeah <laughs> says let's do it because cool. i think after what's happened with microsoft the last couple of you know, two years with them picking up a lot of studios and really bringing it to the next generation of wanting to have first-party games. Yeah. Maybe Sony could look at doing something similar with them. And they've obviously worked with them with Control. Um, yeah. Having some exclusive content. So, yeah. Who knows? Cool. We'll see. Uh, but I, I feel like if that were to happen, people would be very upset, especially the Xbox community. Oh, yeah. Microsoft community. 100%. Yeah, so maybe it's not that smart of a 
Um, NBA 2K20, the cover star has been revealed as Anthony Davis, the Los Angeles Lakers superstar, Job. Yep. (laughs) Our our new new Lord and Savior, AD. Yes. Until a certain KL shows up as well. In which case, AD will just be... The third fiddle. The third wheel, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, really cool covers they've got going on this one. Uh, Anthony Davis is obviously still wearing his Pelicans jersey, which they've tried as hard as they possibly can to cover up. (laughs) Uh, There's that um, story a couple years back, two years back, where Kyrie Irving was on the cover and got traded. That was was the EA one. That was the NBA Live one. Not NBA 2K. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So he ended up getting traded, yeah, like midst, um, yeah, like midst this game coming out. Yeah, mid reveal, hilarious. And so, yeah, they ended up reissue. No, Kyrie Irving was on twenty eighteen. Oh, yeah. Are you sure though? Yeah, because I remember because I went to the launch. I went to the event for this. Oh, you went to the one in New York. But I, was, I thought he I, was also on a. Yeah, he was definitely on a cover. I think it was 2016, 2015. I'm pretty sure the the live one was the one where he was traded, and they had the wrong color. No, 2018. You, you can search it right now. Okay, fine. And also, uh, we were pretty sure that Kyrie was probably supposed to be at this event, being oh. the cover athlete. Yeah, and. Uh, the whole thing about him wanting to be traded was a thing that was going on. And I think the day before he ended up getting traded. Um, and so we were pretty confident that he was not going to be there at this event. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. Um, and so they ended up actually doing like a, uh, a second cover for 2018, which was him in the Cleve, uh, the Boston Celtics Jersey. Originally he was in the Cleveland Cavaliers Jersey. Um, and so over the last couple of years, they've really tried to, um, yeah, to, to make that uh, jersey not as, as prominent um, for some of the people that, I guess, want to get traded, like your Anthony Davis. So, yeah, Anthony Davis is covering up his, his basketball jersey in this photo, which is quite yeah. funny. From what I've read, they're going to change it to a... They're going to make it Lakers jersey, or they'll reshoot it or something like that. Right. Um, and the second player, the Legend Edition, will be Dwayne Wade. The Flash. The Flash, the Cleveland Cavalier superstar. D Wade. What was his other nickname? He had another nickname. It was fucking awful. Oh, I can't remember. It was like. Uh, what was it? It was so bad. Even LeBron thought it was bad, and LeBron's the corniest cunt alive. Um, wow. Oh, yeah. Way of Wade. Remember that shit? Holy shit. It was so bad. Yeah, he wanted, his nickname was Wow. That was so bad. Anyway. Yeah. D-Wade's a legend, though. And, right. Yeah. And if you haven't but, seen, Job and I are uh, matching yeah. <laughs> matching jackets yep. with our Dwayne Wade uh, Miami Miami Heat uh, jackets. They're, yeah, they're really good jackets. Like they, yeah, awesome jackets. When they first released these, they look sick. It's like this, like, 
old school fluoro colored neon Miami lights. Vice. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey that they put out. Um, yeah, they look right. And the cover looks awesome. Yeah. Both of them look really good. Um, uh, yeah. But the legend, the legend cover looks sick. Yeah. Doesn't, don't know how the game's going to be yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not a fan of their tiered, um, like skews they've got where you get, you basically pay to win for this multiplayer game. Um, yep. getting VC coins and whatnot. Still don't like that stuff. Um, they've added the WNBA into the game, it seems like, which is cool. And cool. Don't know what else is going on there. Well, I guess we'll find out soon, but I am excited for basketball. It has been a very basketball heavy week. Free agency started. I have been on my phone constantly. It is a nightmare. It's so rough. <laughs> it's extremely rough. You just want, you just want quiet. I just want to know what is going on. All right, it's been too long. Did you see the stuff about how he might, he might have, he might not go to the Lakers because the deal got leaked? Because oh no, everybody's getting shit. leaked. Holy shit! That fucking kid is dead. Well, that, all the stuff that happened last that, night. I mean, if 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 that stuff isn't even true, like, you don't know if this guy was legit or not, the one leaking all... I mean, people were leaking clips of true. stuff as well. It's true. Raptors, the stuff that happened last night, the Raptors, pretty fucking nuts. I missed, I missed the Raptors stuff, what happened? Um, so, Kawhi's done his LA meetings, so he's done his Clippers meetings and Los Angeles Lakers meetings. Yep. And then the last team he wanted to go see was the Raptors again. And people were like tracking the plane, <laughs> like oh, the, right, the yeah. private jet of the owner that was yep. coming from LAX to wherever it was. And they had like a helicopter following the person in the car that got off Jesus the plane. That's and so eventually someone leaked where the meeting was supposed to take place, which was a hotel, a hotel somewhere. Um, and I don't know where it was leaked from, but I saw a tweet, and I don't know if she was joking. She was a reporter saying that Drake was telling people where it was going on. Um, <laughs> and there was a huge fucking presence of people outside of this hotel waiting, like public people. So I feel like that's probably more of a big deal if he's concerned about privacy than even, even some random person posting stuff that is probably maybe not even true. It's like third-party information probably. Um, yeah. Either way, it's he's going about it very different to the way that it has been conducted by superstars in the last couple of years. Very private. Yeah. Um, I mean, going into free agency, everybody kind of knew that Kyrie was probably not going to be around anymore in, in the Celtics and KD was probably going to leave somewhere. And uh, yeah, as soon as that free agency was up, like they were gone. KD was out. Kyrie was out over to Brooklyn, which is, it's, it's hard if you're a New York Knicks person. Yeah. Uh, Cause oh, they shit. have gotten nothing again. I mean, they got Julius Randle, who's, who's awesome. Um, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah. The Lakers are in this spot where they don't, they can't sign anybody until they either sign Kawhi or that's it. Like, and, and I, they, they're in a spot where they, it's hard for them not to do one or the other. Like, it's a bad move if they start signing other people without him saying yes, because like him coming along is like a once, 
end 10, 15 years type opportunity. Yeah. Um, so either you, you take that risk or... I mean, like, the risk is worth it, I feel like. You've got two of the top five, top ten NBA superstars on your team. Yep. And the chance to get a third one is, you know, they're, they're creating a super team of their own by doing this. So why not take mm-hmm. the risk see what happens? Yeah. Anyway, that's the basketball five-minute thing. Yep. Um, what else we got here? What else do we have? Some uh, games done quick. Summer Games done quick, made $3 million for Doctors Without Borders. That's, that's fucking awesome. It's rad. I watched a bit of it. Uh, I love I love speedruns. I love watching speedruns. Um, I love watching speedruns as VODs as opposed to live because there's so much insular banter that I have no fucking time for. But uh, I love watching really, really good players do their thing and master a game uh, with the pressure of it being live. I just don't want to have to watch it live, um, which is cool. And finally, uh, some chick is selling her bathtub water. Uh, this some chick is is selling a bathtub water of a gamer girl for all the thirsty gamer boys. Um, it's, I don't know, just strikes me as some of the saddest shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Uh, you know, good on her for exploiting Exploiting fucking morons (laughs) yeah uh but jesus christ who's buying this shit it is just it's just fucked is what it is um it's literally like 30 milliliters of her bathtub water Hmm. uh this the this the chick who like did a porn hub channel right a couple of weeks ago uh, and it was all just safe for work um, videos and dudes were losing their fucking minds. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just whack shit, man. I just don't. I don't know. I don't want to be all old man Jobo, but fuck, what is going on? What is going on these days? Anyway, that's it. That's what I got. Right. Yeah, I think oh, it's also it's, whack. It's dumb. It is. But you did buy some, right? Oh, I bought no, I bought two. I thought thanks. you wanted one. Well, thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, uh, should we do questions? Let's do questions. Are there any questions? Yes. Oh. Dangers writes, <clears throat> Dear Dad, when is the next Mario Kart party? Please don't bring the cheese and bacon balls again. It's a fair question. Um, the... I would actually... We should play Birio Kart again, Luke. We haven't played uh, Birio Kart. We should definitely time. not. We absolutely should. You were going to get lucky last time we played Birio Kart, so I don't know why you're upset. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how good is Mario Kart? Oh, actually... When was the last Mario Kart? 2014. Okay. You're joking. There must be... I thought there was a Switch one, isn't there? Yeah, there was a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but it's basically the same fucking game, right? Oh, right, same deal. Yeah, right. They need to make a new one. Good point. Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U in 2014. Yeah. Shit. It's ages ago. Um, I'd prefer to play old school Mario Kart back before all the flying and stuff, but... uh, Oh, you can go play Crash Team Racing. There you go. Ah, classic. Gold. We're, we only do Crash Team Racing 
uh, parties now. Yep. Good. Uh, good question, Daniels. Uh, oh, he's got another one. Sorry. I mean, hiya, Luke and Jovatron. Quick question. What's your thoughts on competitive WoW? Do you ever... Th- oh. Do you ever think it will be a big player in the esports world again, or has its time passed? Cheers, dang. Uh, depends on which one you mean. Uh, there's two. There's obviously arena, yeah. competitive arena, and there is uh, the mid-season dungeon running invitational thing they do. Right. Um, I don't know if you've watched. I've watched more of the dungeon run than I have of arena. Mm-hmm. Um, I find Arena to be more compelling, uh, personally, but I think the sure. dungeon run is a bit easier to watch and more familiar to the traditional World of Warcraft experience. Um, basically, you run through a dungeon as fast as possible, and it gets mythic, mythic invitational dungeon running, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, and it gets more complex the further on you go, and more challenging, and the challenge is to get as far as possible and see which team can do the best. Um, Australia had the best team in the world a couple of, uh, like, two years ago, I think, maybe last year as well. Um, it's because we got to play on fucking... We were playing on Southeast Asia servers for so long. Where, where we got to, so good. We were born in the dark. Uh, <laughs> They merely adopted it. And, um, yeah, Arena is obviously, yeah, the traditional World of Warcraft Arena experience, but it's not the sort of... It's not what I um, associate with World of Warcraft PvP, so I don't find it as interesting. I I never really played all that much Arena. I played it a little bit, but Hmm. I didn't play it shitloads because I didn't have, like, a solid team and... uh, and you've like, also got to be geared for it. Like, you've got to play it yeah. to get the gear. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. For me, Battlegrounds was always more representative of the generic World of Warcraft PvP experience mm-hmm. when the pure experience for me was ganking cunts in Stranglethorn Vale. Uh, <laughs> just catching some dick, dick, as dick a like, As a cloaked, like, elf or something. Just nah, like, rolling in as like, like, like max level fucking death knight. Finding some Bambinos only level 40 and just fucking pummeling the fuck out of them. That's the classic World of Warcraft PvP <laughs> experience. Um, it happened to me when I was level 40, and I have to make it happen when I'm, I'm max level. Right. So the circle will ever continue. Um, I don't know that Arena, uh, as an esport, can reach the same... Like heights that it had when World of Warcraft was at its height. Yeah, uh, I do think that World of Warcraft uh, might be. I think they need to do something new way. I don't think they can continue. Obviously, people are attached to their characters and stuff. And I absolutely feel like it's time for WoW to sure, yeah, absolutely. more than anything. You know, uh, yeah, it's time to switch it up and move to a new engine. Move to something like the next version of the MMO as opposed to releasing the broadest possible expansion pack, which was Battle of Azeroth, and and then gradually making it into something that dedicated players want to to play. Because, yeah, like, it just doesn't doesn't work anymore. Um, That said... But I think that's what Titan was supposed to be, right? Is that was originally supposed to be a... It wasn't WoW 2, but it was their next MMO. 
Yeah. And it didn't work for whatever reason. They ended up bringing a lot of those assets across to um, to Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I assume Blizzard has their reasons. Um, I guess the market changed, right? There's no... MMOs aren't really a big deal anymore. Like, I mean, they are a big deal, but... It's not like the thing people are playing these days. Like, uh, no, no one releases MMOs. Yeah, but isn't that just because they've all been burnt from trying to? Blizzard hasn't been burnt from trying to yet. Right. Right? Like, if anyone can still experiment in that realm, right. you would think it would be them. And could you do a paid MMO, do you think? Or would it have to be free at this stage? Yeah. That's, yeah. See, I, I think that might be the, the bigger question. Uh, but I think Blizzard could get away with a free MMO. Oh, Blizzard I, could, still, yeah, for sure. Blizzard can release anything except for except, yeah. except for Heroes of the Storm, which is is dead now, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> but they killed Heroes of the Storm, yeah. right? Like they could have kept Heroes of the Storm going, and they just fucking pew, ended that one, right? Um, and that, that sort think, of ties into the esports thing is that I think as long as publishers are putting money behind games and you're going to see it big on the esports scene, Blizzard was doing that with Arena up and I think as recently as the, the last 12 months or something, I still am doing yeah. stuff with it. But yeah, Australia had a team over at the World Cup, stuff yeah. like that. Like, um, but it's, it's, it's not going to be big for this, like, you can't have an. I think if um whatchamacallit uh what's what what is it called overwatch is proving anything yeah it's that just money alone won't make an esport last like money alone is not enough to make an esport worth it you right. need compelling viewing and i honestly think arena is a more compelling viewing experience than fucking overwatch uh, but at the same time, because it's only three versus three mm. uh, instead of six versus six, so it's less of a clusterfuck. But it's still kind of a clusterfuck uh, a lot of the time, and it is a lot of watching them isolate a single player to try to burn them down and see, like, and being very excited over a bar going down, you know, that right. sort of thing, um, which is not, yeah, the most compelling thing. If they were to do a new World of Warcraft, they could reinvigorate that by introducing some interesting visuals. I think that's what holds Arena back, ultimately, is the not terribly interesting visuals. So it's only really appealing to people who are actively looking to watch Arena as a competitive game, you know? Right. And it also, like, how long until we see a Blizzard auto chest? <laughs> auto chest, oh, yeah. sorry. Right, like, auto fucking hell. Auto chest. Yeah. Like, in the next month? <laughs> Are they scrambling to be like, oh, shit, we could do this? I I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I believe, didn't um, Tencent announce their new auto chests yesterday and stuff? Oh, okay. I believe, I think, I think, um, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. Right. What's it called? It's Chess Rush. Uh, auto battler, 10 minute matches, fast and fair. Okay. 
50 plus heroes, which is a fucking ton. Um, fish guy. Who's that fish guy? I haven't seen yet, but I'm interested to find out what fish guy's name is. Yeah. He's obviously the critical element in any auto chess. So, yeah. Yep. Anyway, good question, Dave. Good questions. I'm sorry that your email to your dad accidentally got dumped in our question. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Section. It does happen. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, the Gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube. Where else, Joe? Uh, anywhere that podcasts can be found. Hopefully. At all good local retailers. Yep. Yep. Please, uh, if you've got a moment, rate and review the show if you can. It helps, helps other people find the show. Uh, yep. And if you'd like to send us any questions like Dangers, you can email us if you'd like to. The Podcast at gmail.com or you can go onto our Discord page, which is thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, got a bunch of channels in there where you can leave questions. You can just talk to people about random stuff. You can play video games. We're playing a lot of, um, wow, Underlords at the moment. We get crews going Underlords. We've got some Apex going. Yep. Uh, I feel like they're the main two at the moment. PUBG shows up sometimes. PUBG, maybe. Crops up. Yeah, sometimes I'll let people play. Yeah. You can find us on social media, facebook.com slash jpodcast, twitter.com slash jpodcast. You can go to our YouTube page, which is jpodcast.com slash YouTube. You can watch video of Job and I destroying people in Apex Legends this week. Um, Maybe I'll try and get some... Underlords, if I can figure out how to fucking make it record, maybe I have to try for apps or something like that. Weird. Or turn on Mine like rec- desktop capture. Play re- yeah, that's what I had to do. Yeah, but it fucks with other games sometimes. Like it'll make the screen flicker. It's a known bug. Uh, I don't know okay. if they end up fixing that, but whatever. Probably not. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's all good. Good fun. You can check that out. As I said, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. Or you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. Go and check them out. You can. That's all thanks to our Patreon members that keep this site running. Patreon.com slash gapodcast. If you want to help support the show, appreciate everyone that does that every month. Thank you very much. We do. Much. You're the best. And you. anything you would like to uh, talk about this week that you've posted, things like your... IGN yeah, check article. out my IGN article on uh, on Auto Chess. It's pretty comprehensive. It's like three thousand words long. There's a good video in it as well. Uh, check out Red Bull for a really, really in depth uh, interview with uh, Drew McCoy and something Lee. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, An- uh, not Anthem. Fucking Apex guys. Yes. Right. Uh, very in-depth about Apex, competitive Apex, anti-cheat, the what they were trying to do with the Mozambique, stuff like that. Cool. Um, it's good. Yeah. That's it. What about you? Nothing. Nothing. Um, Hit me up on not that I think Twitter of. at JoeyJojo. I'm uh, twitter.com slash LukeLaurie, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'll have some stuff. Got a lot of things coming up in the next month that I'm working right. on. Nice. So more than. Otherwise, that is it. There um cool. I think there's games coming out. I don't think so. It's pretty so. quiet. It's that slow period yep. before August hits, and then it's like, all right, now it's time to get busy. Yep. Now it's getting stupid. Yeah. All right, mm. that's it. Thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. Catch cheers. You next week.